Somebody says about Tommy Wildfire Rich. And hey, you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Paul, and Jay and the pain in my ass, Choppy.
Defend those belts. Get beat, of course. But at least these people will know that you had some guts. And hey, it's no disgrace getting beaten by the best. Or you can just overlook my challenge. And then every single one of these people will know that you're yellow, stinking dog, cur, coward. And I know you are. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is going to set the World Wrestling Federation on fire. And Jimmy, you're the man that can do it. You're here. You're really here. Well, if Jim Cornette is looking for the Steiner Brothers, he won't have far to look. The Steiner Brothers always answer the call. They always answer the challenge. They won't back down from this one, I'm sure. Hey, this is Colt Cabana, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil J and that pain in the ass, Choppy. What kind of name is Choppy? Ugh. Your shows, your Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. All right, bitches. What's yep. today's date? The 17th? Today's the 17th. 17th of September, 2021. It is the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. It's Friday night, and you know what that means. Wow. Uh. <laughs> Hi. We're live on the Rant, Rant EM Radio, part of the Shining Wizards Network, part of Dog Satellite Media. Rant and Taint Media is also the platform. I'm Phil. I'm Jay. All right. When Jay's back, Jay's back from Jaycation. How was Jaycation, by the Jay-cation way? Jaycation was good. It yeah. was... Uh, it, it was a, a lot of work. A lot uh, of work? A lot of, you know, in a sense, uh, listen, you can't really, it's hard, to, it's first world problems. You know, when, <laughs> you, when you're playing two rounds of golf a day. Oh, p- please. <laughs> first well, world problems. Chat room is hopping already. Let's say hello to the uh, lovely Shaylin from the Shaolin. Fuck you! The man Dingo, Mr. Rob Domingo. Hey, hey. Shit. The handsome one himself, Dan Lopez. New podcast, uh. Um, handsome Dan's last word is out right now. Go get that shit. Hey now. And my boy Billy. And yes, Jay is, as we said on Wednesday night, Jay is as as his honeys are. All the way live. Yeah, we talked about that a lot on Wednesday. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, it's a lot to talk about today. G- yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot to talk thank about. God, I, I, I first have to thank Phil for what. Uh, well, obviously for holding it down and always and always running the show, but letting me watch uh, the plane ride from hell. Uh, watch the episode. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get into that. In I a don't, minute. I don't have to uh, wait till like a following season, uh, like the next season, to watch season three. You know. 
If you listen to the beginning of the show, I played a Bobby Heenan promo. It's the anniversary of his passing. I, don't, I hate to use that word, uh, anniversary, but it, it's not the it's it's the day of his passing. Well, I guess it is. I, I honestly, I was I was mad last week about using the word anniversary for nine eleven. But I guess you could celebrate the uh, the uh, the life of somebody on their anniversary on uh, on their passing. So it's also Jim Cornette's sixtieth birthday. So I played them both at the same time. So happy birthday to them. Yeah. Um, regardless, ha- regardless of how you feel about uh, Jim Cornette, Jim Cornette. We'll, we'll get into him in a second too. Elvira is seventy today, bro. Oh, she's all the way live. Color commentator for WrestleMania too. She still looks good, by the way. She does, man. I just saw a picture of her today. She I mean, is, she she's not. She doesn't look as good as you know Christy Brinkley, but Christy still, Brinkley looks still still looks good. She's oh, all the she way live. She, yeah, she's she's the definition of all the way live. On the way home from Wednesday, we'll get into Wednesday in a second. But I I just want to. So Hammer and I are in a cab. We took an Uber from Newark, and uh, we're on our way home. And he's Hammer's been real active on Twitter. Okay, like stupid act. Where I have to babysit him because I don't. Some of the shit he posts is a little. But he's a teenager, right? <laughs> so um, he was posted about Ty Conti. Ooh, right. I, I know. Well, that's what I said. I, I said, "You like Ty Conti, huh?" And he shot me a look. I'm like. Is she all the way live? <laughs> and he goes, yes, Jay. She, she's all the way live. <laughs> she is all the way live. <laughs> he called me Jay for a second. <laughs> um, all right. There's a lot to get into. Um, yeah, this, it, 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 there was no exception of wrestling news this week. No. And, like, the stuff broke today, and I'm gonna, I have a lot to say because I'm, I'm, I'm angry and I'm conflicted at the same time, and I could be both and still have a good conversation about this because yeah. I got to be honest with you, it's this culture that fucking just, it, and I'm not, and I'm not being the old man in the room anymore. I'm just really fucking like angry that it goes down like this, and I'll and I'll well, it's the media's fault too, but I'll get into that in a, in a hot second. Where should we go first? Where do you uh, want to go first? You want to go Dark Side of the Ring? You want to go AEW? You want to go NXT? Let's w- go uh, NXT because right. NXT 2.0. <laughs> Was it 3.0 at this point? Who the fuck knows? Dan Lopez uh, said he rewatched a clip of Elvira flying solo mania for about a minute and a half. That's the that's the prime. You fucking right, Dan. You you you're 100 percent right. He's the he's the the best person to be in this chat room right now because he feels the same way we do. Hell yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Jake. I had 2.0. Yeah, you know, um, I watched NXT. I, you know, I, I don't want to say it's. It's not that different. Like I, I, I kind of. You like of, the Crayola colors? I don't like the Crayola colors. Okay. They, they got to stay with the yellow and gold, uh, black and gold, whatever it is. Oh, oh well, that's not. And uh, yellow and gold, black and gold. They got to stay with that. But, um, you know, I wasn't a big fan of th- the wedding. Actually, I didn't. I didn't hate wrestling weddings for some reason. Always work. Why? Why is it that they work? Don't it's wrestling. Know. It's, it's wrestling. probably because it's wrestling. It's 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 fun. It, um, it, it, something always happens at a wedding um, in professional wrestling. But they they had some good things. I I love the match. Uh, you know Samoa Joe getting hurt, which is <laughs> it's funny. I mean, obviously, I'll be the conspiratorial one here, but it is funny how Vince and and the E are taking over NXT, and all of a sudden Samoa Joe is hurt. I'm all just right. saying. Uh, yeah, all right. You could sti- I, I'm going to bite back on that in a minute. I know. I agree. Well, two things. I liked Rick Stein as kid. Loved it. I think Loved he's a beast. that match. I think he's a beast. Looks just like him. Just, yeah. It just, yeah. And I think once he they, they season him up, he's going to be a good. He's, he's still green, but he's going to be good. That's one. Two, I love how everybody's crying about 
Vince taking over NXT, and you make geriatric Tommaso Ciampa your fucking champion. Like, okay, you want to cut the you want to cut the age in half. You want to give the kid the new kids a rub, but you're giving Tommaso Ciampa the title. So is it a transitional thing? Is it they didn't know who else to put it on? Because let's be honest, yeah, uh, fucking LA Knight should have been the fucking champion. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, but he, but he, he's he's also up there in age as well. I know. But, yeah. yeah. But he was so over, like you know what I'm saying. I agree. Yeah. Oh, listen. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. But to me, uh, Ciampa was the only thing that made sense out of that. Really? Match. In that match? In that match? Yes. A, a I disagree. Percent. A thousand percent. I disagree. I'll tell you okay. why. All right. I'll please, tell you why. please, please. I want you to. I'll tell you why. <laughs> because Vince. Is fucking so spiteful. He's and you cannot deny this. How spiteful he is. How spiteful is he? He's very spiteful in the sense of he's going. Oh, you motherfuckers think I'm gonna just sit there and 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 push the young guys? Uh, here you go. Nah. Now choke on this. And and he does. Yeah. And he does shit like that. Yeah. There's no denying. Choke on this. Fire all the colored kids. So you can't say colored. Damn it, where's Paul? <laughs> Paul. But uh. But I love the match. I thought the match was really good. The, the match was great. The match I was and great. I love Ciampa. This has this is not a knock on Tommaso Ciampa. No, I, I followed his career from Ring of Honor to Evolve everywhere. But making him the champion after all this fucking hoopla about giving the young kids the rub. Well, that's and you fire half the fucking staff. It's like, come on, man. Where's Paul? That's, yeah, that's Vince. That's Vince doing it on purpose. And but it's stupid. It it, it it's what it, I don't. But but who knows? Who knows? Because when Ciampa was in the ring with, uh, was it Karrion Cross or Samoa Joe, he was looking at the belt kind of longingly, like, you know, like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while, Goldie. There could be some subtle storylining in there, perhaps. Uh, the chat room is asking, Shaylin's asking. Uh, you are reaching. Jay, uh, hey, Jay, is Mandy Rose all the way live with her dark hair? I don't like, I don't like, I mean, she doesn't look bad. But she's not all the way live. Yeah, she's not all the way live. Okay. Yeah, right, I mean, it's got, but Jay's got, Jay, Jay's got a, uh, a preference. Um, Jay likes his women like he likes his coffee. Yeah. Dark and mysterious. <laughs> Talk and, you know, with a hot with a spoon in it. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, Where's Paul? <laughs> but, yeah, you know. I, I, it'll take me a while to get used to the dark hair, but you know, you know me. I'm, 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 in, I'm an indie girl. I'm an indie guy, I should say. Yeah. Indie Hartwell. Indie Hartwell. The, the wedding was fun. What was, a, what was a better interference? Triple H with Stephanie with the test wedding, or fucking Roddy Piper fucking <laughs> um, bombing uh, what do you call it? B- bum rushing uh, Uncle Elmer's wedding? Oh. I, I, you got it. You got to go with Piper. I, I got mean. to go with Piper as well. I mean, you could also go Trailblazer. You can also go Randy Savage with uh with the, with Jake the Snake. Jake, yeah, Jake doing it, but with, nah, but, but nah, <laughs> Piper doing Piper it. Piper bum rushing it with 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 Jesse Ventura yes. too. It wasn't like he came alone. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the color commentator with me and <laughs> bum rush this fucking hick wedding. <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I mean the wedding was all right. I, I you know, I kind of I, it's, it's funny. It, it, it's funny how sometimes a mind works because I was so I'm still so against the idea of Triple H kind of heeding power or whatever the case may be. Whatever whatever is happening behind, I still think there's a lot more to the story we do not know. I still think that, 
But I remember how against it I am. And what did I do? I watched it. That shows you the power of suggestion. Listen, all all I'm saying is that if, well, part of you has an obligation to watch it because you're. Well, no, I understand that. You don't. I mean, you don't have to. I'm saying, but you understand. But but I I watched it with a different vigor instead of fast forwarding and just watching the matches and and picking and choosing. So so you basically, so you, I wanted you invested you invested more emotion into it. I wanted I wanted the ambiance because you're actually a fan. Yeah, and and that's that's yeah that's 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 a healthy way to approach it. I feel like. You know, but um, yeah, I, I didn't think it was that bad, and I just don't think Champa ch- being champion, I think just puts a a fucking a uh, a stank on on everything that they're trying to do now. If they want to spruce up the, you know, you want to redecorate the place, you want to reformat the, the 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 product, but you're gonna bring put Goldie back on Champa. I, I so I, is, so now is he gonna be the guy putting the young kids over? Because you know he's never coming up to the main roster. That's his, it's in his contract. Oh, is it in his I, He doesn't want to go to the main roster. I know he doesn't want to. Right. I don't think they, they, they made no attempt to put him um, up there. I, I, you know, is he going to put... Yeah, of course he's going to put new guys over. You think? Absolutely. All right. You, I, I hope not. so because... I hope so because if, if if this is how it's... Excuse me. This is how it's going down? I'm not a fan, dude. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not. Listen, I agree. I think you, 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 you could have plugged in L.A. Knight. You know, he to, was more over to to win. The, nah, I disagree. He just he is. He just came over. He just came up a big storyline. I Champa was in a in a tag team situation, and he's only in a situation now because fucking Thatcher's hurt. If Timothy if Timothy Thatcher is not hurt, LA Knight's the champion. I disagree. Who I think, who's champion? I think he's the only established guy that you have on the roster right now. Who else? Who else is established on that roster right now? Johnny Gargano. Yes, but he was, but he's kind of held up a little bit with that. You know, he was the. He's supposed to be the heel, but he's still being a fucking jokester. Uh, you know, he's kind of to me. He's in between. Uh, yeah, you can plug him in, but I think an easier one is Champa. I think I think Champa is your only go-to guy right now. I think what you do is you establish him, and then you have somebody run side by side. That's where you insert. Kyle O'Reilly. You can, you can. I, I don't. I love Kyle O'Reilly. I really do. Um, he's got charisma. He's got personality. But he's not a world champion. I think. I think you have to try it. I think you have to try it. Why didn't you try it on Tuesday night? Because you need somebody established. This is two point He is established. You need no. He's not. He's not Champa established. He was in world title matches the last six months, though. He never won. But Chomp wasn't even in the title scene. He was in a tag team situation for the last half a year. But he's one of your top guys. I'm, I, I'm not saying he's not. I'm thinking storyline. I'm I'm writing right now. Pretend oh, I'm writing. You, 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 first off, you cannot you cannot use logic in an illogical I'm, situation. I'm not using logic. How uh, dare you? I'm trying to. I'm How trying to. How dare book. you put logic in? <laughs> yeah, where's Paul? No, because I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to book. I'm trying to book. I'm trying to rebook but, NXT. But you can't because here's here's the problem. The problem lies is. Vince McMahon is now putting his hands in it. That's the difference now. Because, once again, you're inserting logic into it. Because, logically, yes, it does make sense to have Kyle O'Reilly do it. It does make sense to have a first-timer bring it in. But who is who is on the pencil? Who is on the book? Vince McMahon. That's why I like Ciampa with it. But I'm also looking at it through that lens. Uh, like you said, a 
like maybe a lack of a better word, you know, in in the anniversary of his of his passing, a broadcast journalist, in the sense of what would Vince McMahon do? That's exactly what he would do. Is we need somebody. I know that bald headed bearded guy. Put him in. And it was. It's but yeah. once again. Yeah, I seen him before. He beat that colored kid, Keith Lee. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you can't say colored. Damn it, Paul. Paul. And then once again, this is and, and it's funny because it's it, it it plays into how I, I have this really fascin- fascination with, with time, timing and everything. If Samoa Joe didn't go down, Samoa Joe's your man. And we're who's, in the, then we're, who's beating Joe if Joe don't get hurt? Ciampa? No. But he's but he's already a made guy. He is already a made guy. But 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 once again, I think it was Samoa Joe in the ring. You had a ready-made story. Of course you did. Because who, but who's because, beating him? Who, well, at that point, that's where you want to put somebody over. That's where you would insert an L.A. Knight. Pete Dunne. That's what Kyle O'Reilly. But you can But what's but what's worse? Putting something on. At least you know Champa. One has the name, and two. If you put, let's just say hypothetically, a Kyle O'Reilly, because you want a babyface as your flag bearer. Vince, Vince has been doing this for te- for a decade. He he, I call it the John Cena effect. Okay. Where, where he, they take the belt off somebody and put it on John Cena because it's safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is not going to work with NXT. No. Because that's not how NXT operates but or operated. Well, guess what? Vince is having it exactly. now, right? Is that what you, is that what your point? Exactly. It, it's not. It doesn't. It's not sitting right with me. That's all. And I have. And I love Champa. I've been watching Champa for fifteen years. Agreed. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not against it. I think. I think what's going to happen is we let some time go by, but once again, like you said, LA Knight is coming off such a such a. A tidal wave right now. I mean, you can keep it going. If anybody can keep it going, it probably would be L.A. Knight. But you don't. But this is that start-stop pushing thing that we that that plagued fucking Braun Strowman, that plagued Cinderella. L.A. Knight. I keep wanting to call him Sean Ricker. <laughs> um, L.A. Yeah. Knight um, can do it. I think. And then I think you use that, but you have to give it time. You, you, he's. If there's anybody that can do it, especially he's he's. He's pretty much million dollar man, but but new you know twenty twenty one version. I like it. I think it's gonna work. I think you just need to prove it to Vince. Dummy. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I I like I said to me, I was I wasn't too. I was I was I kind of expected worse out of. It's like what I said about the Metallica and Miley Cyrus thing. Like I wanted to hate it. And I actually Every, liked it. Uh, that, I, you know how many times I wanted to hate music and I didn't hate it. Yep. It's like I, I get it. Uh, all I all I know is that it's it's. I don't like the John Cena effect on NXT. That's really my point. I'm not all. I'm, it's it's not. It didn't seem right. Like when 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 like the match ended, I'm like, really? It's plugged in, but like, it's just Chompa? it's just moved. I'm like Champa, who's been a tag team wrestler for six months with no build up. But I could see if they built him up, like they jumped him while, and, and then they injured Thatcher, and they put him in, and you know, if they if they wrote him in like that, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. But they didn't write him in like that, so it's like no, it, it's it for, me, just, for me, for it, me, it's just it's a it's a it's a safe it's a, it's a John Cena move. I'm I'm more upset that Samoa Joe was hurt, you know, and, and like I said, I I, I mean I don't I, think there's any kind of I think he thing. needs to reevaluate his career. You know, he's 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 over he's over forty but, now, but they he don't can't but stay they, healthy. But they didn't say what it was. So you think he's not hurt at all? No, I think he is hurt. I think I think I think he is. Or like hurt. a baseball player, he's been playing hurt. He's absolutely. 
I, I mean, uh, Tegan Knox said today that she, she was wrestling for with no ACL in her knee, in her right knee for two years. Yeah, I think he's just playing her. I think the years and the mileage just caught up to him. And it's a, it's a, it's a freaking shame because obviously Karrion Cross kind of, you know, went down to the, he went down to the main roster. They fucked around there. He's he, a star, dude. He had to lose to, to I, Samoa that, Joe. That, I don't have the problem with that because he's a star. Oh, I agree. He's a star. I agree. But but what's what's what sucks is that Samoa Joe is now out, and that's he was somebody I was looking forward to. You were, yeah. yeah and no, you I were. want somebody to like you said. That's how you make a Pete Dunn. That's how you make a Kyle O'Reilly. L.A. Knight, I don't think needs much. Polishing, I you know to 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 Does make Ciampa? it. No, absolutely not. Right. I I don't think so. I like I said to me the ready-made storyline was there. He was he was looking at <laughs> he was looking at uh, Goldie with lust and you got some lust in your eyes. You got lust in your eyes, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah I could see it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and he so it it was kind of there. I wonder if they were going to tap into it, um, but. You know, it is it, it it is what it is. There's nothing we could do now. The, the, now, where do we go from here? The problem is what the problem always is. It's going to turn into night-by-night booking where what helped back in the day. In other words, everything has to be ran by Vince before you do it. Yes. Okay. They're gonna, they, I got it. It's, I understand. It's, it's only a few. It's only going to be a matter of weeks. I know. Until Vince is ri- ripping up the fucking NXT shit. And rewriting it, it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. What's and what I think is gonna happen? I was thinking, I was giving this some really good thought this week. Is I think something is something big is going to happen. I don't know if Triple H is gonna leave, but somehow or another, Triple H, he's not done yet running a company. And like I said, probably gonna take it. You know, from the old man's dead, dead fucking grip, uh, when he finally does go in probably thirty years, um, but I don't, I do not think that we're done with Triple H running a company. I think a lot of shit has happened behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. Obviously, they're never gonna add a laundry. Um, but no, not until somebody dies happened. or a book comes out. Something happened, right? So mark mark my words. All right, we'll stick with the E for a second because I haven't seen you. Yeah, I haven't spoken to you much, and that's rare because we we'll, we usually talk almost every day on on, on on a text. Yeah. Um, Big E, new world champ. Love it. Me too. But um, it it makes sense. Uh, there's only so many times that like w- when you cash in and it doesn't work. You know, Baron Corbin. What happened with Sandow was bullshit years ago. Um, at least. The idea of cashing in and not getting it doesn't bother me. The fact that they made it a joke was 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 even worse. But I you you knew Big E was gonna cash in. Um, they kind of tipped the hat a little bit because you know New Day was there and you know I don't know I didn't like you know all of a sudden like New Day's talking about it and. You know, Big E, he showed up in the in the beginning of the night or the middle, you know, and towards the beginning of the night. Like, I, I, I didn't like that. Like, you kind of like tipping your hat a little bit, but uh, the, the you know, the thanks and, and the gratitude online and the appreciation goes without saying. Uh, Big E, you know, 
widely regarded as one of the great guys in the back. Uh, nobody could do it better. I'm excited. I think we're going to finally get a monster, Biggie, like a babyface train fucking locomotive coming through. Um, I hope it's not transitional. I'm upset that the Bobby Lashley thing happened, but in the same sense, we have a great heel now in Bobby Lashley. I think I think even you have said in, in recent weeks that it's not so much blobby and slobby. Uh, it's, it's the booking. Yeah, the booking is better. Bobby Lashley, in and of himself, is better. Um, well, well, we'll stick with Lashley for a minute because they wrote off MVP. He's injured, legitimately. Um, so they put him off the bo- off the off the rails, right? So now Bobby Lashley has to recuperate, and he'll build himself back up. Uh, Raw is still in disarray. Oh my God! But yeah. putting Big E in that chair. I think is not only good for them, but it's good for anybody that they're, that they're writing for who's about to be big, right? So, like you said, if they make him a heel with the title eventually, you know, they can be, they can run him for the rest of the year. Yeah. Maybe even into Mania, into the Rumble, you know? Um, I like I like it. SmackDown, I'm a little more invested in, obviously. Absolutely. Uh I want it, you know. Extreme Rules is next weekend, so we'll we'll preview that next on next Friday show. Um, but I have to just I have to you know Finn Balor gets a title shot against Roman Reigns, but they just announced Brock and Roman for Bunga 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 fucking uh, of course Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Well, listen, Brock ain't missing that motherfucking page. He Brock's got what? What? It's in a it's a stupid low number of dates. It's like eight dates or twelve dates. He's got he's on he's on a nitro contract. Some bullshit. what is this nitro, right, Rob? <laughs> you know some bullshit of uh, of of dates. Um, first off, Brock Lesnar badass does not need Paul Heyman. I love what happened last Friday. Yeah, he, and he looks like uh, someone posted a picture of um the kid from uh, what do you call it? Uh, home improvement? Yes. He had the same he had the same flannel and the same haircut. Yeah. Right, that's right, Rob. Freaking Nitro. Yep. What is this, Nitro? But um Yeah, I I'm invested. Paulie is playing is playing the possum. I love it. I I listen, I'm not even upset with I, I mean it's probably not gonna happen because you only got Brock for a little bit, but why not fucking plug in how else do you get Big E over? Like over. Him Put, fighting Brock? Get him in with Brock. You know, but Brock's not going to Raw though, because Fox is <laughs> because of Fox. Oh yeah, but you're not getting anybody big outside of you're not getting anybody. You're getting it, and I'm guys. I'm sorry to say this. If you if your favorite superstars on Raw, they're all B stars. I'm sorry. Yeah. They just move Big E from A to B because they needed a fucking champion. But everybody who's not uh, super super popular right now um, is definitely on Raw, not on SmackDown because they it's the the Fox, I call it the Fox effect. What's up, cousin Richie? Anybody see Richie? Anybody see Richie? So, um, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I like what's going on with SmackDown right now. I'm feeling that. Yeah, me too. I, but like I said, I, I, I think, and I want to oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a nice heel, uh, Drew McIntyre against a baby put the face. fucking sword away, Braveheart. Put the sword away. No one likes it. No one. Li- you gonna paint your face, Mel Gibson? Yeah, fuck. Anyway, um, 
you weren't here last week, nope. but I mentioned the uh, the Garden Show, which was basically probably sold out. The the uh, the house show, I mean the SmackDown show. Um, and don't tell me about regional wrestling's just fine right now. I agree. Uptown Georgie, what's up, baby? Uh, so what's up to Phil and Jay? Stab yourself, Braveheart. That's right, Chandler. Thank you. Thank you. Don't kill yourself. Just stab yourself. Just just wound yourself. You know. Does Heyman eventually turn on Roman and make him face again? It makes sense, Dan. You you can't keep them both heel. You can't keep them both heel unless it's Brock. I don't know. Either way, I don't. I can't see Brock as a face for much. I can't. He's not. First of all, he can't talk. Yeah. So if he's gonna be a if he's gonna be a fucking face, but he also doesn't need to talk. But doesn't I mean if you're it it doesn't yeah I I it's got to be Roman because Roman, be Roman Roman can actually talk when when he let him talk, you know. But I don't know. I, it, wrestling's just fine, and I and I and I'm living proof. A Wednesday night, we'll talk about that in a couple seconds. But, yeah. but um, I don't know. Lesnar's an awful baby face. No shit. Would you would you finally give him that that face they want? Would you finally give him the face Roman they want? The face Roman? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why not? He's so. I mean, he's not bad. They booed him because he was boring. They didn't boo him because he was fucking bad in the ring. You know, they booed him because he was boring. And you know what? The, the, the fans don't want. They want the instant gratification. They don't appreciate the um, the art like we do, like the older fans do. They these fans now. They want it now. They want it quick. They want it. In, they want it in a hurry. And they just want to be fucking fed the bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, let Brock join the stable with Roman and the Usos. No, 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 no. First of all, he's not Samoan. Second, <laughs> second of all, second of all, he, yeah, he's not bloodline. Okay, that's first of all. Second of all. Someone's got to take the. Someone's got to be the 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 martyr. So let let Paul suck that dry from Roman Reigns. Be like, you know what? I'm done with you. I'm back with my man. They got a history. Twenty years they were together. Those two guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um. So yeah, it makes sense. But they sold out the garden last week, man. They sold out the garden, and I know people who were there, and it was, you know, it's just. And wrestling is 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 okay right now, you know. If you're if you're a fan of some of the current shit on each brand uh, of wrestling that's currently on television, if you're a regular fan, not the casual fan, it's it's okay right now in terms of it. it stop with the ratings. There's no there's no competition no more. I don't care, you know. Oh, AEW's worth four hundred million dollars now, and AEW's beating in the ratings because nothing else on TNT is good. I'm sorry. Wait, is it is it worth four hundred million dollars? Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, Heyman, Heyman doesn't have to be though, Georgie. I j- you know Heyman, you could plug Heyman in as a mouthpiece. You can't plug Brock into that stable and have it make sense. Who are they gonna fight? Riddle. You know who are they gonna fight? Like you need you need you need balance. You need ba- Finn Balor. Is it to fight him all by himself? Mm-hmm. You know you need that balance. So Heyman Heyman is 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 the puppet master right now. If I'm writing it, Heyman's the puppet master, and he and 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 flips the script. You know what? I should really go back to Brock, and I had you had your chance, but you. I could see if Roman loses a title next week at Extreme Rules because of Brock, and they and they and they drop and he drops Roman and goes with Brock. Yeah, I could see it. That's a good story, you know. Now the Usos are conflicted. Because now they're like they're running rough shot too with the tag team team, but now they're but now their leader, the head of the table, is now 
a little uh, less, a uh, little less, uh, he's a little more vulnerable, I should say. I was just going to say he's a lot more vulnerable. Right, right. So let's see how but to. It, but it gives him something to overcome. Right, And right. it establishes Roman's uh, dominance. Right, and it gives him more of a, of a legacy in terms of his, his character. You know, you need listen. If 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 you're if if you're in this right now and you're and you're top dog, you know, and if it's not about where you are, how you've been, but if you if you if you if you wanted to do if you want to have any significance in terms of how you feel your your character is is um is uh not blooming was what I want to use evolving right how your character is evolving. When when you get that Hall of Fame nod in ten twenty years, it's like you look back and go, "Man, I had some fun." Yeah, and that's why the old timers talk for hours because they had fun. It was a different time, obviously, but in this time, in this culture, if you could stay on top and be relevant for enough time for the fans to even give a shit about you, because they all have that ADHD mentality, and like I said, that they they want it fast and quick, and and they want it in in their face. If you can stand the test of time, you're you're already ahead of the game. Yeah. You know, that's why Cena was, like, Cena's the safe, he was the safe guy. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to hit the reset. CM Punk left? Nah, reset it. So-and-so's not here again? Boom, reset it. Reset it. And they kept resetting the button, resetting the button, and he was their guy, right? But, but that's why But that's why the fans turned on I know, oh, Cena. Oh, oh, I, uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. But that's my point. My point is, is that if you could stay relevant, in this day and age, on their program, because it's not a program, it's a television show about wrestling. It's no longer wrestling on TV with WWE. It's not. I don't care what you tell me, it's not. Okay? It's a television show about wrestling. So if it's about the character and the character development and not the fucking style in the ring or not the fucking matches, you know, I can go to a circus twice a year. I don't know if I'm seeing the same elephant unless they put the fucking same gear on them. Yeah, you know, but with Roman Reigns, you could put the same gear on him, and he could be a face or a heel, and still be relevant because he's got a look. He can talk when they let him, and it makes perfect sense for him to go back to a face. Mm-hmm. I could even see, I could even see, Paulie starting a bloodline without and just taking everybody and just leaving Roman. Yeah, taking the Usos and Brock and be like, you know what? Now nah, you know. And and then have have Roman fight for that back, you know. You know, you know what's funny is I imagine we get into this because it, it always happens somehow or another. It's going to happen where, like now, now all of a sudden Roman ain't got no haters, uh, you know, in right. in the wrestling community. I see, where, I see where you're going with this. Now all of a sudden it'd be amazing that they turn him babyface and then we're still fucking like no, keep him fucking heel. Like that's what like I could see that happening. Going all right. We've played our time. Let's 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 turn Roman in face now. And meanwhile, we no, we still. I want. I want. Like I said, I maybe, maybe it's just the old school in me. But I want a fucking Bruno type run. Like Roman Reigns is the guy to do it for what he's doing right now. He can do it. I I, I understand the, conf, conf, you know the the conflicts confliction. Excuse me. Can't get that word out. Uh, between the Usos. You know, there's talks about bringing Naomi in. I ain't against that. I think you should. I think you should make you should blur that line between real and storyline. We all know that Naomi's married to Jimmy or Jay, whatever, which one. Um, I think you should blur that line. I think you should make it happen. 
I don't think you you turn Paul Heyman anywhere. I think what happens with Brock is going to be a one-off. Brock's coming in for the payday. We ain't seeing him to maybe Royal Rumble. And that's, you know, and that's that's that because what is he going to do? Is he going to do a Saudi show and then Survivor Series? You don't need fucking Brock Lesnar for Survivor Series. So, in so you so you tell me Brock's going to fight and not show up until the Rumble then. Yeah. So now that means Brock's not winning the title. Nope. And that means Roman's retaining again in, in, in Extreme Rules. Yes. Okay. We'll Absolutely. T- we'll, talk, we'll talk about it more next week. Yeah. Um, okay. AEW. Woo. Oh, all right. Well, so I, I, like I said, I wasn't here last week. I want to get your – first, let's get your opinion about All Out. Loved it. Loved it. So it was funny. You guys went, went to the movie theater, which I fucking missed. <laughs> I said it that night, dude, too, with so, Tava. Dude, dude you, need to like show, you need to show your face one of these I, things, man. I, 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 uh, I said it at the table. I was like, oh, I should have just went to the movies. But I ended, dude. Up, I ended up fucking watching it at home uh, with Tava. And first off, she loved it. Now, Tava, who was in uh, a novice at best, she used to watch wrestling back in the day. She knows Edge, Triple H. She she still says Luchasaurus is because she just loves the idea of the the character. Of I'm Luchasaurus. not mad at that queen. Uh, I'm not mad at you, but, queen. But she she watched it, and I tell you, what if it was it was got it got to be one of the best shows, top to bottom, I've seen. In quite some time, just not WWE, AEW, fuck all that bullshit. Just wrestling shows in general. Did you listen to last week's show? Uh, yeah, bits and pieces. Yeah. So you heard my, my oh yeah, my take, take my take on yep. it. Okay, all right, good. I don't have to rehash it then. No, okay. but it's but it was a shot in the arm that we needed, and like I said, especially with the you they lived up to the CM Punk hype. Like and, and he did, I should say, he lived up to his own hype, and I think he delivered on on all on all accounts, in my opinion. And you know, I like the idea of what they're doing differently now. I love Minoru Suzuki fucking <laughs> coming out. I, oh, I popped so hard with that. I, I'm gonna. I, I have. I'm so angry at. I, I don't. I don't like Moxley even more after Wednesday night. I figured that. Did you see? Did you watch Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So we we went takeover club. We, we we've been all elite. We've been all elite before it was all elite. By the way, we were in Chicago for the first fucking show. So yeah. we 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 know. You know it all. Elite. We know we we all we are all elite, right? Um, it's eleven thousand five hundred people. Okay, I think was the was the was the the total. Barely an empty seat in the house, right? And um. You texted me. I was speaking to Shining Woods' Tony about it. Uh, a few other guys just texted me. How was the show? How was the show? And I used the same line in every yeah. text. It was electric. And I say that not because I was marking out, but it was like I did have a mark out moment when Suzuki came out. Um, but, like, I, I've been to dozens, maybe even hundreds of wrestling shows since 1985, right? Um, and it, it had that pay-per-view feel to it. It had that, like, the anticipation of going to a TV tape. It was, like, just, like, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, you know, the vibe. Just the atmosphere. Women, children. Yeah. There was a mom who brought her teenage son sat next to me. It was, like, there were parents there. There were just people. There was a couple of drunk, obnoxious dudes behind us, but it, that, that's every show. It's every concert, every yeah. ball game. You can't fix that. And then, of course, it's, it's New Jersey, which is the armpit of America. <laughs> that's besides the point, right? 
if they were going to give uh, what was the Bret Hotline? If they were going to give America uh, a colonoscopy, they would they would shove the hose in New Jersey. I thought it was Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, that's what it said about Pittsburgh. But I just oh just, oh just you just insert you put, okay insert good. New Jersey. Good good move. Um yeah, but it had a, f- a vibe to it, right? Uh, and I posted about thirty something pictures with a, with, a, with about a half dozen videos online, and you could see you. Could, I wanted to let, let everybody on social media see the reaction that 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 these that the performers were getting. Do they do things way differently from everybody else? No. Um, is it is it the new kid on the block doing big things? It's the new shiny toy. It reminds me of ECW. Not I'm not comparing the the, the league, just the vibe. The hype. Yeah. Okay, I'm comparing... When ECW first came to... When ECW first... Bl- after 95, when they started doing shows... I think that's fair. Right? It's just... It had... It's that vibe. Not... I'm not comparing the, the, the product at all. I'm not. It The vibe I'm comparing it to. And I, and I wish Tank was here. Um, his, uh, his anniversary is coming up in three days. Uh, his passing. But, like, when he's going to the house shows with me, we used to be like, this is a vibe, man. It's a mania vibe. It's a pay-per-view vibe. It's like... Ho- I went to a fucking bingo hall for a pay-per-view, and it was like, <laughs> holy shit. It was like, not even a pay-per-view, a, t- a, a, a home recording, a, a VC, um, you know, a, a house show. And it was like, it felt like a pay-per-view. That's what you want. I mean, they kept me there for Rampage. I was exhausted. You know, they filmed Rampage. They filmed tonight's Rampage. Yeah, I was just going to say. They just, and yeah. it was like probably like a four or five hour, four hour show. It was from 7 to 11.30, yeah. You know, but like I just, uh, you know, are they are they are they they they're good. The shiny new toy, they're really good. I, you know, they're and Adam Cole is my guy. He's been my guy for the last five years, six years now. Yeah. You know, they Brian Danielson is is him and Omega are gonna mix it up next week in Queens. In Queens, that which yeah, like you said, it was funny. You know, uh, the the group chat texted me last night. I was I was sleeping and. I texted this morning, and, I, and in my head, I'm like, oh, this fucking pains me to fucking say this, because I know, I, I don't see, I, I, I should take it back, I don't want to see Kenny Omega to lose it yet, I still think, I still think there's a lot more to be done, I think there's going to be some kind of fucking bullshit, that's yeah. going to be, that's going to be some kind of chicanery at the end, um, but I do like how they're doing big things in... In um, New York City, I think they're gonna make this, you know, kind of a stronghold for for AEW in the Northeast come the spring summertime. Well, let me let me tell you what the matches are gonna be next week. First, it's gonna be MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Great, Malachi, I cannot wait. Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sting and Darby Allen versus FTR. That I like. Uh, you know. But FTR's got to win. I I I'm I'm really afraid. Um, Darby's gonna get the win because you know he did he did the honors at all, which mean he had to do the honors at all out. Yeah, but it was a great match. Uh, uh Britt Baker, DMD, with Rebel, who I think is a, is she's all the way show. alive. She's, she's a smoke, smoke show. Versus Ruby Soho for the AEW Women's Championship. I'm excited for this. Um. You know, but once again, same thing. Same thing I would say about Omega. Britt doesn't. She cannot lose it yet. Right. And then of course, the Kenny Omega versus Brian Danielson. Um, it doesn't even say it's for the title, but. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be. Uh, you know. Uh, but y- to get them in the ring, I I feel like. 
you gotta you gotta get it. The AEW is not not gonna do bait and switch. What point are they gonna do it? You know it's gonna happen. Yeah, it, it'll happen. And then of course they're 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 filming Rampage, so I'm getting eight matches that night. The good thing yeah. I do the next day off. Um. Oh yeah, I was about to say, did you take Thursday off too? I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah, the know? Super Click: Adam Cole and the Bucks versus Christian Super Cage Click. and Jungle Express, which is uh the Queen's guy. Oh, she, she she was like, oh, "This Lucha when when he came out at the end, she goes, "This Luchasaurus finally." He's such a beast too. <laughs> the Inner Circle: Chris Jericho and Jake Hager versus the Men of the Year: Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page with Dan Lambert from America Top Team. Yeah. And CM Punk got jumped at the at eight at the at the last show. Yeah. So he's gonna fight Powerhouse Hobbs. Who looked like who would his would his overall he looked like a fucking he looked like he belonged in a Bell Biv DeVoe video. <laughs> and so Moxley and um and uh what's his fuck? Eddie Kingston fought um two point Yeah. Right? And of course Suzuki Goon oh, comes out, which is fa- which is fine. So they're building this match with Suzuki Goon. Right with Lance Archer and Suzuki versus um, Eddie Kingston and and I hate this fucking song Wild Thing and uh, Moxley. <laughs> the hype, the, the him calling him, Mox calling out Suzuki and the music and oh my god the fans went ballistic. Yeah, it's Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki's fighting tonight by the way He's ag- against advice. Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, and Gresham just lost the TV title on Sunday. I'll talk about that in a second. Um. And so he's gonna lose his, some teeth and some more of his pride because Suzuki's gonna <laughs> fucking break his face. But I digress. So now, well, actually, real real quick sidebar. How about the news? Dickinson, Dickinson's fighting Suzuki. Also, can't wait. I can't go. It's Ella's birthday. Ah, Steph's insisting I go, but how how do I miss Ella's birthday? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now I'm like, all right. So now I, uh, you know, I'm invested in this fight because I like Suzuki, and it's not like I don't. I don't. Mox is not a bad performer. I just don't. He. I think he's over the top. I think. He's, I think he's overrated. Right. That's just my opinion. So he calls out Suzuki. Of course, Archer does the whole running from behind. Eddie Kingston takes a beating and a half. By the way, yeah. right. But then Suzuki starts brawling with Mox, and Mox halfway through the thing just no sells it. And I'm like, you're gonna win the fucking fight, dude. You're not. You. Suzuki's not beating you on, on American soil, sadly, okay? Sadly, he's not beating you on American soil, right? You're going to win. The fans want you to win. The fans are behind you. But, like, sell. This is Minoru Suzuki, the fucking, the, the, the godfather of Pancrase, the godfather of fucking Strong Style, one of the godfathers of Strong Style. Yeah. You know? It's like, he's a fucking legend. And, wow. at, and at 50 plus years old, he's better than half the guys on your roster. So it's like, I mean, I don't, Trained by fucking, by, oh, man. I just, I'm so fucking, I'm, I'm over Mox. Yeah. I'm over him. Like, it's so fucking, I couldn't, st- I, I said, I really can't stand you. Right? I, I, I told myself, I'm like, it's got to be, you're in his position. Sell. Take the beating. It, you the, the, you got to reap the rewards. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he took the beating at All uh, Out yeah, but after th- having but a match with fucking... <sighs> Which I I thought th- I thought that was that was a little shitty after the match he had a hard fought match, and he was kind of trading shots with Suzuki and you know obviously he left him for lane but it was a little 
even then, like too, like kind of like just kind of. Well, I can't think of his name right now. The guy, the the New Japan guy, from he fought that all out. Man, I want to say Kojima. I want yeah, Kojima. That's what I, in my but head. But, but is it, if, if if the thing is to beat all the fucking legends, which I think is very disrespectful, and I don't know how New Japan's allowing it, but and the G One starts tomorrow. I'll get into that too. Yeah. Um, but like you're gonna win anyway. So do the fucking right thing and sell. Sell me the story. Pretend I'm the I'm the casual fan taking his kid to a wrestling match. Pretend I don't even know who you are, or I just know of you vaguely, as you were one of these guys, the Shield guys, <laughs> who defended the U.S. title twice in one year. That was it. I digress. That wasn't his fault. I'm not saying it's his fault, but I'm just that's all I'm remembering him by. It just, it just pisses me off. Um, but sell. How many times did he did he defend the New Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Please, you're gonna. I was in a good mood before you got here. We had we had pizza. We fucking watched TV, hung out, we listened to fucking Metallica and Stevie Nicks. But like, I'm just all I'm saying is that it's, and this is, and I'm over fucking, and I'm and I'm very very critical of of Moxie because I don't like him. But in this case, I gotta I gotta dog him more because it's not you're not fighting a fucking death match. You're not fighting Jericho. You know, you're fighting Minoru Suzuki, and it's it's a different animal. Okay, you wanna you wanna revolve these fucking forbidden doors. You do the right thing by the fucking talent. You do the right thing. You don't bring Tanahashi here and lose. Mm-hmm. You don't bring Naito here and lose. You don't bring fucking Kota Ibushi here and lose. But you'll bring Kojima, and Suzuki, who are legends prior to these. You bring all the old conjures over. Okay, you bring Muda over here. He might lose too. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not it's not far fetched. I, I don't think it's fair to cuz Kojima is yes, is a fucking legend in Japan. Yes, of course. Not here. But you but you're bringing him here because he's a legend in Japan. Yes. There's a story behind but him. You, but if you bring Muda here, it's 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 you, the same thing. Nah, he has more notoriety cuz he's been here already. Yes, That's why. Exactly. But I could see him losing in this in this in this atmosphere, in this in this climate. Absolutely. It tells a better story. But at least Muda comes here, spits the fucking stuff in your face, and kicks your face in. Yeah. Suzuki's gonna gotch drive you, kick you. Literally, he. I think kick he literally. Yeah, in. he literally just kicks people's faces in. Just, yeah, but that's yeah. Suzuki, and he's well respected and he's well, uh, well rounded with all of his peers. I like I said, I I I don't see it. I see exactly what you mean, and and I agree with what you're saying. I I didn't get that. From from that exchange, um, what I got was kind of I think maybe what they were going for is the idea of okay, Moxley's ready for the fight and he knows that he's he's in to get his fucking ass kicked, um, but that I could definitely see. Uh, I I should I not even see it. I I, I agree. He, 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 there should be a little bit more selling and and just but but Jay he's famous. Jay he's famous for it though now. Yeah, it's like you know even when he fought Archer for the U.S. title, it was like when, oh, first time. Like I'm not saying Archer's some kind of great wrestler. I'm just saying like if he's, you, he's just he's terribly him and him and uh, Brian yeah. Cage are horribly you, misused. It's Phil spitting wisdom. Why bring them in just to job them out? Bad business, right? Book them right, man. Don't bring these guys over. Like I'm not. I'm not in. That's that's not who. It's it's bad. Just devil's advocate here, though. What does what did the guy Jin do when they go over to New Japan? Not all of them. Not all of them. Not all of them. But a lot of them. But the booking is different there. 
Okay. It's way different in it Japan. How many times? How many times have we sat next week baffled? To, I'm telling you, between now and Monday morning, I'm gonna be holding my head, going, "What the fuck just happened in the G1?" Because yeah. every day, every every year, something happens in the first couple rounds. You're like, yeah. "Really?" But that's how it is. Yano for the win. Yano is a fucking beast now, <laughs> right? That that's old school Yano. But but, oh, but, I, but I see but, but, I see a point. But what I'm saying is, you're right, and but the idea is. I think that's the way they're looking at it is is you bring them in it's supposed to elevate the home the home team type thing that once again we're kind of mixing in a little too much in the sense of Suzuki's Suzuki's never really been pinned down to one um promotion he's always he's always been right. the free agent but he's got a stable yes his stable has guy in it and they and they and they're known for crippling people. Yeah. That's who they are. Bullet Club fears them for a hot second. Chaos fears them. Lij fears them because you know you know why they fear them. One person, Suzuki. Not Desperado. Not Kanemaru. <laughs> not fucking Lance Archer. Not was it Robbie? Not Robbie Eagles. Who's the other oh, fucking Robbie Eagles? No, Robbie is is he in Suzuki now? Uh, somebody else. But you see my point. It's. You can't listen. It's like in the territory days, okay? I'm, I'm a who's the who who booked Mid South? Um, the fucking cowboy, Bill Watts, right? Uh-huh. I'm Bill Watts, okay? I'm sending my television champion to to Crockett, who's Terry Taylor, okay? You're Jim Crockett. Your television champion is Nikita Koloff, just, just, yeah. Okay. Instant story. You want to use? Thank you, thank you, Dan. I, I caught on. I, I, I'm doing this by memory, I, and I hate you know, and I should be more prepared. But I like doing it by memory because it's more, it's more authentic for me. It makes me feel a little better when I can remember it. I'm getting old. <laughs> um, but instant story now. I'm sending my guy to fight your guy. We're gonna unify the titles at, at a at a major pu- fucking pay per view. You build the story. You have the guy come on TV. You have him talk shit. Have him get involved in somebody else's match. Tag him up against somebody else. Tail even brought dudes with him. He brought dudes with him. Yeah. He brought fucking Eddie Gilbert over and Sting and Rick Steiner and like, but like, you you had a story. You had a story. Um, we just did uh, Battle of the Belts, right? Uh, yep. Wahoo and Flair. Yep. Where did Wahoo go after that? Probably. I'm trying to think. Did he go to Mid South? No, he went to fucking Crockett. Went to Crockett. And chased. Six, and yeah. chased. Guess who? Because there's a fucking story. Just two out of three matches. Okay, guess what? I go, I'm going to follow you up to the Carolinas now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to fight you on fucking TV. Because you know what? It makes money. Yahoo take... um Yahoo. um Wahoo. I call him Yahoo. 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 But Yahoo. Wahoo takes a fucking beating, okay? Comes back, wins a couple of matches, gets a couple of tag matches, goes in the Crockett Cup. Like, there's a... You, build, you, can, you can write these stories. It's not, it's not fucking rocket science, bro. It's not. So why can't Tony Khan, who's in my 50-50 head now, he's still 50 good, 50 bad, okay? Because there's sometimes I, I, I love what he's doing, and then there's sometimes I scratch my head going, what the fuck? You want to bring these guys in, make them look good. And listen, we're in an age now, everybody knows who everybody is. Yes. It's not like when I was 11 years old and I had to read about fucking... Uh, in the wrestler. And, and, yeah, or the inside wrestler or PWO. I had to read about 
the territories. They had to read about Chris Adams and Eric Embry and the fucking Von Erickson because I didn't have that shit on television. Yeah. Okay. I had to read about fucking Al Perez and Gary Hart and and fucking and all these dudes, right? I had to read about, you know. So. Uh, it, so it's like you know, Tony Khan's booking, apparently, from what I from what I hear. Dan. Well, it's got to be somewhat committee. It's got to be committee. It's got to be inmates running your psalms. So I'm, I'm assuming it's the Bucks and or Cody and, and Kenny Omega, who's, uh, they're all in, in suits positions now, right? But, like, you can't bring these guys and, and girls in. And, like, look, they bring Ruby Soho in, right? I'm not mad at it. We knew she was winning the battle row. You yeah. and I called it, right? Yeah. She gets title shot. Like, you know how fucking heavy, how top-heavy that ro- that division is right now. It is, yeah. They, without her, yeah. Without her, but and they fucking rocketed her right to the title. Okay, tell me a story. Here's the story. They work together. They know each other. One brought the other one into another territory. Oh, and my boyfriend, by the way, is now in, in the company too. Yeah. So it's like there's a story. Okay, if you're gonna do it, do it right, and it's not fucking rocket science. You guys can do that. It's and and you you, you could still. Entertain these fucking marks who are, have ADHD. That's my point. <laughs> this right. is true. So, all right, uh, we'll stick with Japan for two for two minutes. I yeah, want to do the G one. We'll do the G one tomorrow. 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 Um, show fights. Ro Rohioa. He's the only new young boys. All right. A block first match. Takahashi Yujiro Takahashi versus Kotobushi. All right. Um, next match, A Block, Great Okan versus Tangaloa. Gorillas are back. G-O-D. A Block, next match, Toriano versus my pick to win the whole fucking thing again, Kenta. Okay. A Block, next match, Naito versus ZSJ. Oh, in the main event, A Block, Tomohiro Ishii versus the, the fucking champ, Shingo Takaji. That's tomorrow. Okay. Let's do Sunday real quick, and then I'll we'll go into uh, I'll talk about Ring of Honor real quick. Blah blah blah, because my computer is whack. Oh. Blah 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 blah. Come on, stupid! You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. All right, September, September nineteenth. Come on, you can do it. My computer's working fine like all day. You know why? It's it's going slow now because of turnbuckle throwbacks. Yep. This is why we can't have nice things. Okie dokie, Sunday morning. <sighs> Kosei Fujita versus Show. Next match. This is all B block matches, by the way. B block. Yoshihashi versus Evil. 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 Next match. B block. Jeff Cobb versus Chase Owens, the Texas heavyweight champion. Oh, next match. B block. Sonata versus Tamatanga. B block, Hiroki Goto versus Taichi. Next, and then your your main event is a rematch from all over the place. B block, Tanahashi versus Okada. Okay, there's your fucking, there's your G one for the next two days. Hell okay, the yeah. Ring of Honor. Where's my Ring of Honor results? Hello there, jerk off. Hello there. Ring of Honor. The Ring of Honor. Death before dishonor. I watched the whole thing Sunday night. I was excited. I was super, 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 super excited because I, no, that's not it. There it is. So, uh, Alex Zane won the uh, 16-man honor rumble for the world title t- world title shot. Dalton Castle beat Eli Isom. 
Taylor Rust, who, who was on NXT not too long ago. Mm-hmm. He beat Jake Atlas by submission, who's taking a leave of absence all of a sudden. He's the gay guy who came out, right? Jake Atlas. Is he? Yeah, I think he's the one that came out not too long ago, but he's taking a mental break. He said he's he's he's, he's had nothing to do with the company. It's just it's just it's, just, it's him and you know whatever. Uh, Violence Unlimited, my favorite, new, my new favorite team, Homicide, Chris Dickinson, and Tony Deppin defeat John Walters, LSG, and Lee Moriarty by pinfall. Then of course we get a nice big promo by Jay Lee left that about the about the about this pure division, how what the lineage is. The next match was a fantastic match. The OGK, the original kingdom, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett beat the Briscoes. Uh, and then my favorite match of the night. Well, I, actually, it's my favorite. Uh, maybe it's my favorite. Josh Woods beats Jonathan Gresham by pinfall for the pure title. Uh, Shane Taylor promotions uh, defeat La Facione Gonable, which is Dragon League, Kenny King, and La Bestia del Ring uh, f- to retain the six-man tag team championship. Actually... Um, it was Shane Taylor was pretending he was injured, mm-hmm. so I think it was O'Shea Edwards came in for him, and and then turned out he wasn't injured. He fucking you know just did what Lij would be doing. Uh, Rock C defeated Mar- Miranda Alize for the, to be the to crown the inaugural ROH Women's Champion, and let me tell you, it was a four man match for the world title. It was Bandito, who's the champion still, still def- def- defending. Defeated Brody King, Demon Flamita, and EC3. Bandito, it was elimination style. Bandito eliminates Brody King. And I was telling Michael this other day, I said, it was good. I I, I love Bandito. I can't see him as a world champion. Not not in that company. You got to have a a, a stronger presence of a person. Um, And he's so much of a fucking cruiserweight. He's got the he he's labeled Luchador because he's a because yeah he's a fucking mass wrestler from but, Mexico but he's but he's massive strong as fucking hell some, and some of the moves he does no he's dude you got to see this match yeah it was absolutely brilliant it's online it's brilliant but like Brody King somebody some EC three I could have saw one of them winning the title that's all I'm saying mm-hmm. um let's see I did that that did that did GCW Rampage oh Chono speaking of strong style Chono was fucking. Uh, birthdays today also. Oh, Mr. G1 himself. Mr. G1, yeah, yeah. What uh, was he? What was he a part? Of? It was him. NWO Japan. Yeah, but it was uh, the brat. Was it the brat? Not the brat pack, but he was a. Uh, he wasn't one of the pillars. No, yeah, I thought he was the pillar. No, nah, he was in the moth. The Yakuza. The Yakuza. They had yeah. the NW. He, he had a bunch of. Guys. He's fucking. He's the man, dude. Absolutely, <laughs> he's the man. Um, let's see. Anything else before we go to break? I mean, yeah, I got talk about the dark side of the ring. Yes, really we do. Quick. Good. Good thing. Um, you know, I don't understand. Well, I, I, I do understand because I think what is up is down and what is down is up. I think we are in the upside down world. Um, obviously they talk about the plane ride from hell. Uh, there's nothing that we can, that we can say about it that hasn't been said already. I opened an episode, uh, you know, there was definitely some things on there I, I never knew. Uh, about, but the the backlash that came from, well, I, I don't know, from what Tommy Dreamer said. Um, me personally, I didn't hear. <coughs> I don't know. I I don't I don't hear what people are complaining about. And well, I'm gonna. You didn't. You 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 saw like eighty percent of it. Ninety. Yeah, of it. I. I'll play the last ten percent for my, you. My my main thing is. 
Well, I heard he said it was a, you know. It, it. I'll play it. I'll, I want to get to that, right, but there's, there's a couple things I want to get to first. Um, all right. The first thing is, is that there are a couple of people on there that are still very, very bitter about how they were treated in that company. Yeah. Okay, case in point, Terry Runnels. Case in point, referee Mike Kyoto. I'm not saying they shouldn't be, but when you get that kind of firepower in there, okay, it's that kind of party. Just incredible. I didn't say none of his, I didn't say any of his stuff didn't make sense. I'm just he's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Okay. So he's just by proxy he's a fucking douche, right? Um now the woman who can't was on camera, not the one who put not the one who well Alright. So the flight attendant basically waited twenty years. I guess maybe because of the law. The apparently, what I didn't know was that they settled on it because somebody made one of the other flight attendants made a complaint, and it wound up going into litigation, and they came on a settlement. Right now, the lady who was on camera, she, she had just had a baby, and she went whatever, whatever, and her two claims were one, Ric Flair, who now said she said that Ric Flair did his famous. Naked robe, dick swinging helicopter, and he he basically made her grab his junk in in the cabinet room, right? And what bothers me about this is two things: one, that Flair did that, right? Two, allegedly, allegedly. No, no, he no. See, that's the thing, though. He did do it. And I'll tell you why. Because when you watch the WWE Network, those cartoons, the story time, there's one story where they show it. Well, it's just I think they just ribbon on the square. I think it's I think. But they show him taking his robe off and being naked. But he, Triple but H I, talks I, about it too. Yeah, I was about to say I'm not saying it didn't happen, but he's saying that the the alleged touching. That's what I'm saying. Alleged. Right. So he denied that. Okay. He denied that, and then she said she was groped and grabbed by a very inebriated Scott Hall, yeah. who she he grabbed her and told he's going to lick her and pop buttons off of her blouse of her uniform or whatever, whatever. And then she stayed in the rest of the cabinet for the remaining of the ride. Which is terrible, by the way. It's, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, dis- I'm not discrediting anything she said, but I just find it very, very fucking strange that this was on, this, she won money off this and because of what, statute of limitations or is it, is it because of the litigation? Is it, you wait almost 20 years, now you're going to say something, but it's like, Flesery denied it several times that he didn't do it. I'm not saying he didn't do it or did do it. I'm just saying in general, right? Yeah. But they waited till now. And then, of course, Terry with the whole Brock Lesnar thing, you know, they tell how How is it that her husband, her soon-to-be ex-husband, is in the same room with her, Brock Lesnar shows her his, her his junk, and Dustin will do nothing about it? Yeah. And then Dustin gets inebriated, starts singing David Allen Cole songs to her over the PA, and they tell her not to sell it too. It's like, okay, I, I I agree with you with the whole bitterness of of how I, yeah you know what I mean like because then she's saying it without saying it like oh this is what they just told me to do like oh just don't sell it and she you know thing is like sometimes that's how you deal with a situation like if you feel you know. Something's happening, and you don't want to validate what's happening around you. Yeah, you fucking don't sell it. Like, yeah. I, in in the sense of, but the way that, she, at least to me, the way it was brought across was she was told 
she was suggested to do that, and she didn't feel she didn't feel like it was right. Now, once again, allegedly, what Brock Lesnar did who, who was the, terrible. Who, who, it's terrible. It's, Any, first who of the all, I don't care if it's your girlfriend, your wife, your your sister, Anybody, your yeah. mother. If you expose yourself in front of a female that I'm with in company with, I'm gonna fucking knock you out. Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it's not. It's not even. You know what? I'll go as far as saying that if I've even. I haven't attacked anybody, but I've even been on the subway where some homeless guys be like, you know, beating themselves off and shit. And I'm like, yo, cut that shit out, bro. There's women here. And he was like, and they walk yeah. away like, you know, just it's, it's wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not a tough guy, but like, you know, it's, it's fucking gross to in front of a woman. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it does. It does. And this is going to be this could be unpopular. We're going to go down the road. This could be unpopular to say, but. Once again, the way that she she said the story was Brock Brock called her into the room. Yeah. He had a towel, he exposed himself. That's how she explained the story. And she and actually in um she then exp- she talks about his genitalia but not on the show. Yeah. She apparently she described it to other people. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, go ahead. But once again, just don't know if it's true, not right, true. No, you're, the case you're may not be. You're right. You know, but unfortunately, that's such a it's such a one sided thing that it's hard to it's hard. Once again, if it is true, it's it's fucking disgusting, and you know what happened. But the idea of it is, and this is kind of like my my stance on it is that, yeah, you know, it's so many years later, and I'm not saying that that it, it didn't bother her then, and, and maybe now she's comfortable talking about it. I get that aspect of it. But you s- certain things happen, and people see it through their eyes and not through other people's eyes. Um, once again, not trying to downplay what she said, but, you know, could it have been as something as simple? It sounds like I'm defending him, so I maybe maybe I should no, stop no, no. myself. It, no, like, just, it's a, as a disclaimer, Jay is devil devil's advocate. Yeah. He's not he's not defending anybody. Not defending, but I'm just saying, it's it could have been as something as stupid as fixing a towel, and she took it as that. him exposing himself. Exactly. That's, right. That's my point. I'm not saying he did or didn't. Whatever the case may be, but that's the problem with these heavy-handed accusations. Is that now all of a sudden, if he does defend himself, he, he's you're he, backed into a corner. There's no same thing with Flair. Him. Yeah, and once again, the same thing with Flair. That whole other thing is people are politicking right now to get him banned from everywhere. Well, he's he's they already canceled his fucking commercial. Uh, the what is it? The car? Oh no, did they? Yeah, the oh, uh, car shield. They can't. They 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 they're not showing it right now. And then there was the the Brock incident. Apparently, Brock was a fucking a shit show on this plane. <laughs> um, there was an incident where he was sleeping, and Mister uh, Kurt Henning put the, the shaving cream on his head, and then smacked his head and made a mess. And they brawled and broke a bunch of tables and chairs and stuff like that. Because um, you know, Kurt Henning is a known ribber. It's, yeah. it's, it's it, my, his wife even said on on the documentary. <laughs> my 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 big thing is the 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 stuff with Tommy Dreamer. Right, well, yeah, that's yeah. what that's one gets. So now. Dreamer has been removed from his duties on Impact Wrestling this weekend. I think they're having a pay-per-view, actually, this weekend. Yeah, they Victory, are. Victory Road? Victory Road. Tomorrow or Sunday? Tomorrow night. Okay. Um, and he's been removed for his remarks on the show, which is fucking asinine. Okay? It, because he's only saying... He didn't say none of it didn't happen. He's just saying it didn't happen the way it was portrayed. 
So now, oh, so now, why remove him from an opinion when it's already been to litigation? It's already been money has been received. I'm not saying she's not scarred for life. It's got to be fucking terrible to even talk about the shit. I'm not saying she's wrong, but it's like you waited 20 years, you got money out of it, but now there's more money to be made because of the dark side of the ring. It's like okay, now we can talk about it more because. Ric Flair is now back. He's not in, he, under that WWE banner anymore, or Brock is still, Brock is on Fox TV now. And like yeah. it, it just so ha- it, they wait. It's almost like they waited for it to happen. So Tommy Dreamer goes and basically not defends Ric Flair, but defends wh- who Ric Flair is, and almost like it's accepted that he acts the way he acts, which is bullshit. And 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 not only that. Don't you find it ironic that he didn't get fired? Scott Hall got fired. Brock didn't get fired. Um, who Kurt else got? Henning, Kurt, Kurt Henning. Henning got fired. Okay. Dustin Rhodes got fired. Dustin Rhodes got fired. But Ric Flair, who swung his dick in the plane and it made some allegedly made a stewardess touch him, didn't get fired. He's a made man. Get the fuck out of here. He was fifty years old at the time. He was older than that. He's well, whatever. He's fifty. He was over fifty years old. It was twenty years ago. Well, once again, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play Tommy Dreamer's play play the clip because I yeah. There was an agreement that was reached, and and um, you know, they offered us a settlement. My husband just didn't want the story told. No shit. Um, maybe just to protect our daughter or him, us. I don't know. So he was very very supportive of the settlement. It's sad that money has to be that compensation, like. I think definitely truth and honesty and, and change is more powerful, but money is money is what ends up on the table, I think. And and then it also buys your silence, which then can add to another layer of the guilt of a victim. Like it can it can be a cycle that's not good, yeah. Perpetually bad. If that's Perpetually? how she felt, maybe she should have not taken a payout and went to the fullest extent of the law. Thank you to then truly put this heinous person in jail. My opinion. People have their own opinions of what happened, what what the damage was, though no one should really have a bad opinion when it didn't happen to them, but they do. They say, you know, well, it wasn't that bad. You're okay, aren't you? And now you have to live with a, a pain or a memory of something that you didn't bring about, and that takes some work. Yeah. One. Hold on one second. Um, let me just make sure here. Hold on. I want to. I want to. There's a few. It's a, another another clip of Tommy Dreamer. I just want to. They're playing the commercial real quick. But I just want to play the. I just because it, it's just. This is what bothers me about this fucking society, man. Because it's like it's it's. You know. You waited. I get it. And I, I'm not saying you didn't. You, it didn't happen. But I'm like, you know, you took the money. Hold what? on. Hold on. New episode Thursday. At nine on Vice. After the exhausting European tour, wrestlers and management report for a live taping of Monday Night Raw a mere 24 hours after the plane touched down in Connecticut. You last four minutes TV that saved. day, Monday, of course, the talents. AJR, AJR, what? Did you see what they did to Hayes' ponytail? No, what? Yeah, they cut it. Michael Hayes' ponytail. Xbox did it. Yeah. Bag. 
He admitted it. He didn't get fired. No. Locker room door at Raw Monday until I saw it. <laughs> and I took it down, threw it away. Exposure of these scandalous events would mark a turning point for the WWF, propelling it to rein in the public antics of its performers. In a symbolic twist of fate, the aftermath of the infamous plane ride from hell coincided on the same day the company was legally forced to rebrand its identity. Young talents coming in the business after that era, I heard all the stories, saw the remnants, saw guys that had made millions of dollars not have two quarters rubbed together. And uh, I think they learned from their predecessors. Nice job. Take a hug and uh, shaking John Cena's hand. Ruthless aggression. I think that's the upshot. And maybe good news that incidents like the plane ride from hell smarten some of these younger kids up. I want to be in the wrestling business. I've always idolized this guy, but I do know I'm not going to better my, some of my career after this guy. But he'd make good choices that way. I think that there's definitely a sense of that cliche, never meet your heroes. <laughs> the people who have watched for generations and got them through their lives, I don't think that they all need to see Ric Flair doing the helicopter with his penis. Like, I don't, I don't really think it's good for everybody to know this uh, about their heroes, you know? Some of these guys are freaks. I feel this is trying to portray someone as this sexual predator, and it's not. It's a joke, it's a gag. And today, 1,000% inappropriate. My hairstyle is inappropriate right now. I am somehow offending someone right now with my double ponytail. How dare I have two ponytails? And my answer is, I'm 50 years old, I'm happy I have hair. Um, but if you're asking me, I've hung out with Ric Flair, I've never seen him try to force his will against anybody. I don't feel that his intent was to rape me, but what he did was wrong. It was wrong, and he goes to sleep that night and thinks he made it back from his wrestling trip in Europe, and maybe he has a headache because he had too many cocktails on the airplane. And yet, that night I didn't go to sleep. My trip to work, my, my, my trip to get money to support my daughter, becomes a memory that is mine forever to live with. Like, I get to live with the fact that I had to see a naked man and get my face licked by a man that I was there to make sure he got from point A to point B safe. And they went to sleep and thought they made it home safe and sound, and um, so goes on the world, you know? I, I was uncomfortable coming to talk about this, because you see some stories get told and then people get ridiculed, or they that everything picked apart as what they did wrong when they're just telling the story. What do you expect's gonna happen? But if one person that listens to this says, oh my gosh, I might have acted like that towards somebody and I didn't even realize I did it. Or if one person hears that they had something happen to them that they didn't like and they didn't feel they could speak about it because they'd get in trouble or, or they made, were made to feel that they created the situation and might have made it happen. Like if it can change it for one person, I'd sit and have this conversation 25 times again. Um, the truth, The truth can be scary and the truth can be ugly and messy, but at the end of the day, the truth is the thing that makes us better. Yeah, I, I listen. I agree with everything she just said. Um, 
Actually, I, I agree a thousand percent with everything she's just said. Um, the idea of that the truth is the truth and, and not denying that her truth happened. I'm not denying that what she went through isn't extreme. I'm not, you know, I'm not denying any of that. But what I gathered from the story is, once again, you do have to be willing to face backlash from what you say. Because they they are heavy accusations. And I'm not just saying it because it's Ric Flair. I'm not just saying it. it. It doesn't matter. Insert name here. To say that she 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 readily admitted that he didn't intend to rape her, like and you know. Once again, you know, she said in the beginning that they went out, they were drinking at a bar, at a hotel. Was she? That that's she went out with them one night in Germany. That's my. That's where I'm coming from with this. So once again. Not defending Ric Flair in, in any stretch of the word. Um, his track record speaks for itself. Of course. But the idea is, once again, intent. Just like she said. What is your intent? If she's letting loose, like she, she's not saying that she's not a victim, but she's has that, that she's saying exactly that. All I'm trying to do is go from point A, help somebody get from point A to point B. You're a thousand percent. You're 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 right. You're supposed to be doing that. Then where in where in that guidelines that you just set out saying that you can go to the bar and have drinks with these guys and get chummy. So once again, there's it. One, I'm not saying it leaves it open for that to happen, but her her intent and 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 the guy and 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 the guy's intent are t- could be two different things maybe he's seen it as an uh, uh, you know a different thing than she's seen she, you know she's trying to be professional rick might have seen something now granted clouded by fucking booze and possibly whatever else is happening one you know not defending it but the idea is the heavy, the heaviness of of the the accusation, and like you said, that and then along c- coinciding with what Tommy Dreamer said, wh- I think that's taken out of context. I really do, uh, a- and maybe I'm maybe I'm defending Dreamer in the sense of 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 what he said, but w- but what did he say that was actually wrong? What he was saying is. The whole flare with the rope thing, you know, that was a gag that he did in the bars in the 80s, you know, and generally there was guys there. Once again, <coughs> it wasn't acceptable then, and it de- sure is only acceptable now, but it wasn't, there wasn't malintent, and, you know, I think Tommy Dreamer was kind of, def- it's like, it's like the idea of like defending, like somebody would say something about Phil. Like, I remember it happened, what was it, like, last year or something. Like, somebody was saying racist or something like that. And it's just like, yo, you, you go to the defense. Like, no. It's, you know, so maybe maybe Dreamer was do defending his, what he, you know, his friend. Like he, he's friends with Flair. Defending that, the idea of, like, being a, 
not saying he's not a womanizer, not saying any of that stuff, but to say that he's going to try to go out of his way to make somebody uncomfortable, like I think Tommy was just trying to defend um, him in that sense. And But to, to take, to go the complete other way and, and now all of a sudden, like for lack of a better word, fucking cancel Tommy Dreamer, for for something that he said, I I I think is I think is kind of asinine in the sense of it's the fucking culture. Yeah. Okay. It's all of a sudden it's this Me Too movement, which again is a really fucked up situation. People. It's 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 it's, it's a real, slippery slope. Right. But now it's because of that that you can't even have an opinion, let alone say anything. Yeah. And then lose your fucking livelihood. Well, He's one, feeding kids, man. One, one of my favorite things I did see was, uh, I, 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 you know, it's funny. I was, I was really teetering on the edge to say this, but this is kind of. So, like I said, Tommy Dreamer said this, and this, this, she's in the wrestling industry, and she kind of does, you know, uh, she does porn in a sense of, you know, those. Pay sites or whatever. Only Who's that? Fa- only fans and Who's that? I don't. I don't want to say the name because I don't want to get in too much trouble. Wait, you, somebody you know? No, no, nobody I know personally. But somebody she's she's in the business, and she she kind of was. Is saying, the one who was just incarcerated? No. Oh, because she's doing an OnlyFans too. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Which is uh, after October, nobody can do that no more. Yeah, I think they actually changed it. I think they changed it back. Did they? Okay. Yeah, because there was a huge backlash. No, no shit. Anyway, so she she does that. In the sense of, you know, whatever, you know, sex worker, whatever you want to call it. Um, and there's a huge, there's a huge fucking clientele. Let's call it what it is. If I was a fucking, if I was good looking, I'd probably do the same shit. <laughs> but, but to say that, to, to go in as far as saying, oh my God, you're victim blaming in the sense of like, no, like it, no one's blaming the victim, and and I don't think I'm blaming the victim either. But I'm kind of trying to paint contrast. It's not just this happened, and then all of a sudden that happened. No, but there was something that happened before, and then like you said, the the lawsuit after that, and uh, you know, like Tommy Dreamer said, like you know, if if you know, it's his opinion, and I kind of see where he's coming from. Like if she was that bothered by it, and it's. You know, she should have not taken a payout, not taken a settlement, and maybe gone further with it. But whatever the case is, why, why, why one thing happens and not the other? That's all. That's all Monday morning quarterback. And I love how these people go after people that can't legally defend themselves financially, because I know for a fact that if Ric Flair was well off like he used to be, he'd already have a defamation fucking suit against this lady if he didn't do anything wrong, right? This happens all the time, and I was told I was humbled by a few people who were assaulted and waited a bunch of years to come out with it because I was like, well, if you were that fucked up, then why didn't you come out and say it? And there were a bunch of reasons. I didn't want to lose my job. I I didn't want to... I was embarrassed. And she's probably in that same boat. Okay, so now for me... That's where my head goes first, right? But then I see the litigation part of it and the money, and I'm like, you took a payout, and your husband said, don't talk about it. Don't bring it up. 
for the sake of our daughter. They said like three times, for the sake of our daughter, for the sake of our daughter. Okay. Because your daughter now can read all this shit now on the internet because she's 20 years old. Right? Okay. Don't. But you took a, you took a financial. Um, what's the word I want to use? You took you took a, a not a bribe, financial gain, a gain, right? You took a gain. You took a you took compensation. That's compensation. the word. Compensation. You took the you took compensation for these alleged incidents. Okay. You could have sued your company that you were working for for making you clean the fucking plane that they threw up on needles. A, needles. I mean, that's fucking crazy, right? But because of this culture now, Tommy Dreamer has to go home without getting paid. Because he had an opinion. He didn't do anything wrong. He no. wasn't, he didn't, he was I don't, was he on the plane? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was on the plane. But he didn't do anything. But because he had an opinion, he, he fucking, the Impact Wrestling was forced to drop him this weekend. Suspend yep. him. Yeah. Because people were going to complain. Uh, but it's just it just it fucking baffles me. Well, like I said, that's that's the that's the culture and what and what have you. And like I said, that's kind of my problem with it is the idea of I think w- you're 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 hearing something, you're reading a transcript, and you're not hearing the context behind it. I he wasn't blaming the victim when he's saying that she shouldn't have taken the 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 thing. I say that we say the same thing about the wrestlers with the concussion lawsuit against WWE. Like, you're just trying. You're going after a payday. Like that. It's it's a it's a it's a fucking grasp because you like you're blaming WWE for your your concussions. But meanwhile, you worked 20 years before that, training to be a wrestler. You knew. I mean, you know all the fucking the hazards that come with it. And once again, I'm not I'm not saying that she should have been in that position. I, I'm not defending. She's what's not a wrestler. Happening. She's not a wrestler. Yeah, but I'm not defending what's happening. But the idea is also, like, you know, Tommy is looking at it from that aspect in the sense of that, well, if she felt as strongly as she's saying. She should have had him arrested. She should have had him arrested. Right. And and, and I'm sorry. I hate to say it. The truth is ugly, like she said. Right. Uh, And there's enough people that. There's a little validity to that. There's enough people on the plane that saw him do the actual Swinging of the dick and all and that, and what he and what he means by a joke is that is that I guess you know he used to do it back in the day. He did it all the time. He did it all the time, and you know, granted, a fifty-year-old man should not be doing Nobody that. Nobody. First of all, it doesn't <laughs> matter who you are, dude. It, yeah. No one should be doing that. Okay, I don't care if it's nineteen seventy-five, nineteen ninety-five, or two thousand and five, or fifteen, whatever. My thing is, you were compensated for it. Your husband told you not to say anything about it. But yet now it's it's okay because of of another payout because of the popularity of these documentaries that are that are exposing the dark side of of this fucking thing that we love so much, which is professional wrestling. Okay, yeah, I think we're done. We yeah. ran we ran over. I don't we're, get, we're running over. We're running over. Should we just go right into the fucking? Let's just go right into the fucking throwback now. You wanna you wanna plug our friends and? I w- I just wanna just get, stretch my legs for a minute. Yeah. and um take take a three minute break. Three minute and sixteen second break, if that's okay with you, and get some more to drink and uh, whatever, whatever. I think it's only fair we plug our friends anyway. But that's true too. And uh, this pay per view wasn't really in depth, <laughs> so yeah. we got a cool, we got a fun throwback for you tonight, and um, and that's pretty much it. We'll be right back. We are the Turnbuckle Throwbacks. We're live. It's Phil. It's Jay. It's the chat room. It's 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 you guys are awesome, 
And uh, Lord Alfred Hayes will take us to the break. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. When it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. What's up, wrestling fans? This is former WCW wrestling star Glacier. Make sure to tune in to Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, that big pain in the butt choppy. So make sure you tune in before blood runs cold on you. <laughs> You're going to get one. Now. Oh, look at that! Sting and Luger have lost it! Here comes 
And now, here is your throwback of the week, sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. Hit me with the surprise. We gotta get you out of here. You need to get to work. Yeah, I was going to get all worked up over there. I gotta go to work and I'm on. You fucking hump. What time did I text fucking? I was I was up quarter after three this morning. I was up since six. I been you know what my problem is and you, you, I feel bad for you because it's gonna happen to you when you get older. You're gonna wake up for no fucking reason. Oh, I do all the time. I hate that. Feel. I've been up since six a.m. Yeah, same and I, and I'm like a fucking zombie at the, by nine o'clock at night. I'm a retard. Yeah. I'm the same as like way. Last night I was falling asleep uh, on Steps' couch. I was like, I was. It was eight o'clock. I'm like, I'm going home to watch the football game. It's funny, like I, uh, like you know, I'm gonna go home now, and I'm literally just gonna like, you know, crawl into bed, and Tabe's gonna be there, like, hey, what's going on? You want to hang out? Like, no, no, not really, <laughs> not not so much. Not so much. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. T- tomorrow night when I'm tomorrow night. when I'm when I'm tired from work. <laughs> yeah, when I find another reason to be tired. But uh, September fifteenth, nineteen hundred and ninety six. From the Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum, which is in Horseman Country, Jay. Yeah. Winston Salem, North Kakalage. Uh. Eleven thousand three hundred paid, which I think is bullshit. That crowd was awful, by the way. They were so dead. Uh, to an extent, I will get into it in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're talking. We're obviously talking about Fall Brawl, nineteen ninety six. Um. And uh, we've done a bunch of these, and I, Jay, was like, "Can we do? We just do this one." I was. I'm going back in the archives. We did 97. We did 99. We did, did, yeah, we did 93. This is this is a kind of a... Well, when you do 420 fucking two episodes, it's like it's too. kind of hard to... You know, I'm not writing every one of them down, you know? Yeah. But I'm saying I'm saying, I'm surprised you guys didn't do it because... Uh, and if we did... I know we did... I, I'm a big... I, the war games, the cage matches, we all know this. I don't have to rehash it. My favorite gimmick. Yeah. I know we've covered most of these matches by themselves... But not the pay-per-views. Yeah. So I can tell you that for a fact because I actually own every one of these unedited, mm-hmm. like from the pay-per-views themselves and VHS tapes. The 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 pay-per-view itself is, I, I tell you, we always say that WCW is known for its undercard and then not delivering on the main event. Yeah. This is the exception to that rule here. Um, I, I, I think that the main event delivered um, for what it was supposed to be, um, especially at this time. That's... You got to put yourself in the place here, and uh, I mean, we'll talk about the main event when we get there. Well, let's paint the picture for a second. I'll still, the NWO is still denting; they're, they're just making their mark now. It's like yeah. they're building momentum. We just have a fourth member, the Giant, the Giant, right? And uh, there's good stories being told here, and and you now looking back on it, now they're building stars, and we'll get into that as well. Um. Your opening contest being no exception. Nice storyline here. Diamond Dallas Page decides he wants to fight the most famous family in professional wrestling, <laughs> besides the Von Erics, who are the Guerreros. Yeah. And who does he get? He gets Chavito uh-huh. for the opening match. Uh, you know, a little long for me. Oh, for an, I, listen, opening match is one thing, but uh, it's it went it went long in the sense of that Ch- Chavo wasn't. Um, I guess he wasn't as polished as he as, as as he were to become at this point. DDP was getting it done. Uh, DDP not not coming out with his normal gimmicks, <laughs> uh, chewing gum, right. smoking a cigar. He's, no, he's serious now. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a player. Mm-hmm. And and Bobby Heenan, rest his soul. Uh, Bobby Heenan even made a reference to that. 
he's a player now. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. So yeah. it's funny you say that. Bobby Heenan was placating to the story, so which is cool. Uh, yeah, I, I I agree. The match was uh it was a little long, but it it got it it served its purpose, in the sense of that DDP was just on the precipice. You know, NWO was was just getting over. They were they were really making a big deal. Hogan has the belt. He spray painted the belt. Uh, and NWO at this point was untouchable, especially co- towards uh, the end of this. And, uh, you know, he, DDP, I think in a f- few months after this, go is the first one that he, he diamond cuts. Maybe he puts the belt, he puts the shirt on. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he, they, they try to recruit him and he, he, he jacks his boys up. Yeah. Right. So that was his idea too. But this was, he pitched that. But this was, this was pre that move and he was just getting over DDP on at this point. But, uh, you know, you, you could see, uh, like I said, it went too long, but DDP was in the making of, yeah. of becoming the correct WCW's people's champ. Just too long, thirteen minutes seven seconds, way too long, way too long. Yeah, um, Ice Train and Scott Norton re- still kept their feud going. Well, listen, submission match, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? In I mean, I think it was a bad match for Ice Train because yes. he's not a submission wrestler. Where we all know Scott Norton, Flash Flash Norton is a fucking former. IWGP heavyweight wrestling champion and tag team champion. So he and he's a legit arm wrestling champion. So he's he's known to be a little stiff in the ring if you get my drift. Um so this favored him, but because of the story they threw it to Ice Train yeah. and was seven minutes way too long. Well, they were a team for, for a hot second. Story was great though. Yeah. They were a team for a hot second. Um and especially like you said, I mean, actually, I remember them as a kid, like Fire and Ice. Like, I, I, I think they were they were pretty good. You know, big, big guys, massive guys. Uh, but you know, Teddy Long, you know, it's nice to see him in a in a managerial stance here. Always, ma- anything, anything with Teddy Long is gold, anyway. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it was it was kind of boring this match. I mean, compared to everything else, it was kind of boring, I should say. It, I mean, but they they're doing the right thing. They're writing stories, and and you know, it's it's that kind of party. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Tenay is uh, gonna make some appearances as commentary. You, commentary team, of course, is Tony Scavone, uh, the late great Bobby DeBrain, of course, the late great Mac and Dream Death the Road, if you yep. will, yep. who I loved on commentary with these guys. It was it was just fun. Um, and it, it was cool because everybody was so anti NWO that they actually had to agree to disagree on certain things, uh-huh. which is great. But they bring out Mike Tenay for the lucha stuff, which I think is fantastic. Always, got even it. though Mike Tenay is is not the the authority on any any of this shit, he just happened to be more knowledgeable than the rest of the crew. Yeah. Um, the AAA Heavyweight Championship was being defended. As Conan, who I forgot was in the Dungeon of Doom. I, I was just going to say, that I, I wrote that down with the whole idea of going, hey, you know how old I was when I realized Conan was in the <laughs> in Dungeon the, of Doom? Because he came out with Jimmy Hart. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, that's right. He's in the Dungeon yeah, of Doom. I forgot he yeah. was in the Dungeon of Doom. This is the last of the remembrance of that, actually. Because uh, Jimmy Hart lost everybody at that point. He lost the Giant. He lost a bunch of guys. Luga. Luga. He lost fucking Beefcake, who was the Zodiac and whoever it was after that. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. Uh, he fights Hoobin to Guerrera. Hoovy, mm-hmm. the juice is loose. The juice. Um, AAA is still in a working agreement with WCW, as well as New Japan Pro Wrestling. And um, Eric Bischoff made a fucking deal with the devil. 
yep. to bring all these guys over, and it and it paid off because Conan became a fucking super. Conan was already a superstar in in, in Mexico. He was a uh, he was a champion. He was a heel. He was a face at one point, and then he was a a main player on one of the novellas. Yep, he was a TV star out there. So he 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 did no wrong. This being no different. Him and Hoovy cut it up. Him he must have fought Hoovy a million times anyway. Yeah, especially. But like like I said, like Hoovy here didn't. He wasn't the juice yet. No, no, he wasn't a heel yet. He was still luchador. Wear my mask. Defend my country. Hoovy to Guerrero. So he fought. Uh, Conan did beat him yep. at thirteen minutes and forty five seconds. Which uh, which again, uh, you, you're not losing a Triple A championship on 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 uh. On foreign soil, so that's yeah. just that's just not going to happen. Um, but it's a uh, it's a deal, and uh, no one's in the chat room. Like I don't understand. We, we, we the last the last uh, hit uh, was uh, was an hour ago. We scared him off. Well, I'm, I know it's still on the air because I I, I checked the Facebook page, but oh, it is what it is. It's Friday night. I can't I can't you know. It's Friday night. Just got paid, right? Just yep. got paid. Friday night party jumping. Um, anyway. Your next match, Jay. Next match is, is that Benoit? Yeah, Benoit and, and Jericho. Uh, this is Jericho's first pay-per-view. Yeah. With uh, WCW. He, he just, uh, I think he debuted about a month prior on mm. Nitro. Um, Lionheart, as it were. Lionheart, Chris Jericho. Uh, looked looked great. And uh, there you go. Oh, the, the, all right. So the chat room is not working on the Facebook page. It's working on my phone. Huh? Okay, sorry about that. Anyway, and, go ahead. And, uh, yeah, so this this was excellent match. Match of the night, in my opinion. This was the match of the night. And, um, you know, it's it, it's something that, it, especially to see Cone, uh, Conan, as I say, Jericho at this point, excuse me, you know, this is 96. You're talking 25, what, where 25, are we? Yeah. 25 years ago. And he's still getting it done. Especially after all, all in I had that great match with MJF, um, you know, to still see him performing at, at such a, a, a high level is just amazing. Uh, this match is great. I mean, say what you want about Benoit, uh, I still don't think I dis I always disagree with Choppy when he says that he's going to be in a Hall of Fame soon. He's never going to be in a Hall of Fame. Uh, you're never going to be able to get out what um and it's a shame what he's too, done because he's done so much in the ring that he it, yeah he was his yeah. accolades speak for themselves everything everything he did in here was just crisp um had a lot of snap pop to it Shaylin says she does she dares you to do that double ponytail nah I know I should do the double ponytail please don't <laughs> Go ahead. and um but he uh you know obviously you know y you can never wash away what happened. But I no, this mean, was a good match, though. This was such a great match. You know, at, at one point, you know, Jericho nails a uh, <clears throat> a tombstone, and, and but you could tell that like a young Jericho's playing to the crowd and everything. And uh, it's it's funny, you know, they really weren't reacting to him yet. I forgot that he was a babyface at first, and then he and then he had that just he's brand new. He's still new in the company. Yeah, he's yeah. still new in the company. Great heel turn. Um, but you know, obviously, what was it? Uh, the back suplex uh, by uh, yeah, you know, Chris Benoit wasn't losing either at this point. He, <laughs> he was, shouldn't have either. No, nah, he was he was just mowing people down at this point. He was he was a horseman. They made reference to that seventeen hundred times. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing that was stopping him with this. He was probably outside of the Lucha guys their best technical wrestler. 
And oh, D- yeah, and inside D- the uh, D- ring. D- Malenko. D- Malenko. Dino yeah. Machino. Dino Machino. Um, Man of a thousand holds. But, yeah, that, I mean, that match was just under 15 minutes, which was... 14.36. And, it, like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't like, like whereas DDP and, and Chavel kind of dragged a little bit. This this was kind of as soon as the match started, it was it was kind of nonstop action, and it, I, I I enjoyed it. To me, I think it was the best match of the night. E- even though this next match, it, it's funny how the pay per view started. Like it said, you know, the first match wasn't wasn't bad. You know, you had Ice Train, Scott Norton, and then the bad, good, okay, and then it just right. picks up from picks here. up steam, right, right. And the next match, Jer- uh Mysterio against Super Calo. How about that? Super Callow. Super Callow gets a shot at the, the, the Cruiserweight Champion. Super Callow is is um is probably the hottest luchador in AAA at the, at the moment. He was named after a band. Yeah. Um, was super over with the crowd. Had the greatest mask ever. He had a mask that was a basically it, it came with the sunglasses, sunglasses. And, and a fed, and um. <laughs> it's and like a fed, like almost like a John Bonham uh the yeah, pop hat. John Bonham pop hat. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny you say that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was um, you know, this didn't feel like for um, this didn't feel like fifteen minutes and forty seven seconds. No, nah, it definitely did it, and um, because it was it was a lucha match, and yeah, I was just Mike Tanay comes back out and explains the whole, the whole the the, the history with these guys. But it's it's amazing to see once again, much like Jericho, um, it's amazing to see, uh, Mysterio. Um, young Mysterio, no, no tattoos, Mysterio. Um, well, he's twenty-two years old at this point, and he was same age. He uh, to see him, and God, he was talking about being ahead of your time. Like it's amazing to think, think back, and excuse me, not see the matches that we used to were programmed to see now, and you see this guy, just, I mean, trailblaze is not even the word. I mean, just invented. It's not even blazing. It's it's he invented. This, well, that sti- style. that style was already established, but not in the states. Yeah. So it's like you know the and actually lucha matches were traditionally uh, tag and six man. They didn't have a lot of singles matches, be and so these guys got to showcase their shit on a bigger scale. Yeah. You know, big fish, small pond type of deal. You know what I'm saying? So once they brought, uh, listen, I was at the very first North American appearance, like I always say, in ECW with Ray, and it was like the fans were like, you know, some of us like this is old hacks. We've been tape trading for three, four years at that point. Yeah, you know, but you you make a really good point by by you know we're programmed for these fucking high spots now. These you know these spot monkeys are, uh, you know, all over the place, and some guys just come in just to get their spots, get their spots in, and not, you know. Rey Mysterio was was all about telling the story, like, hey, you know, I know this guy. I used to fight this guy. Yeah. And now he's coming to my turf. Now he's fighting me and whatever, whatever. So it was telling good stories. Um, and and I will say trailblazing because, again, no one was doing that, you yeah. know, in the states anyway. And a lot of a lot of fans casually weren't hip to, uh, lucha libre, AAA, CMLL. You know what I'm saying, or the or the or the light heavyweights in J- in Japan. Well, especially at this the point, G, um, the um, the um, what do you call it? The um, the cruiserweight, the you know, the Japan tournament, the uh, what the hell was it? The one, that, the famous one. Oh, the Super Juniors. Super Juniors, right? I can't. So I'm doing this by memory. So, but yeah, they weren't hip to it. If you were a casual fan, you didn't give a shit. Yeah. You you were watching Nitro. 
on Mondays waiting for a pay-per-view, you know? Mm-hmm. So, good match, though. I loved it, especially the ending with that with that top rope. You know, Mysterio jumps off the top rope and, and uh, like, swings right into the Hurricane Rana, into the pin. It's just, it's always a great spot to see, especially, like you said, 96, like, just to see this guy. And he's, once again, another one still still going to this day. Uh Amazing, amazing match. I, I, All I, these I matches going between 14 and 16 minutes. Yeah. Your next match was for the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Harlem Heat, Booker T, and Stevie Ray with Sister Sherry. Conflicted Sister Sherry. Um, with Against the Nasty Boys, uh, Knobs and Sags. <laughs> this was, these guys always have good chemistry. It, the comedy with, with uh, well, well, well. Yeah. Uh, Colonel Rob Parker and Sherry were, were pretty awesome at the time. I thought it was hilarious. It was my favorite part of the match. Every match they came out with. Yeah. It got funnier and funnier as it progressed. Um, yeah, Booker T and Steve Ray. WCW is just trying to hold on at this point because, you know, the NWO is not uh, – they're not really – they're wrecking shop, but they're not really dominating yet. Yeah. And this is before Hall and Nash decided to break to break off for a second as a tag team with their belts and start bringing stuff home to the NWO. Hall and Heat was still the top tag team in wrestling at that point mm-hmm. um, in 96. But you know what, man? The Nasty Boys – very underrated in, in in the sense of that we and we've said it on this show many a time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan, but they but they are they are a good they are a good team, and I'm not I'm not, yeah you're right. They get it done, and 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 once again, like you said, believable is 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 a good word to put. But um, you know they they absolutely got it done, and like I said, I I mean Harlem Heat was the team the, the team of the '90s, especially in WCW. They were they were the absolute top team, ten time, eleven time champions. Um. I enjoyed the match, and uh, you know Mike Tanay interviews uh, Randy Savage after that, and he he says he's gonna what did he say he's gonna hit a grand slam before before going to Halloween Havoc to to fight uh, uh, Hogan at that point. Yeah, so this is the giant and Savage talking about. Yeah. So now the the, the thing is, if, if Randy Savage wins the match, he gets a shot at Hogan at Halloween Havoc in in Vegas. Um, giant is on a tear. Mm-hmm. At this point, uh, Savage, really good promo, by the way, with Mean Gene, uh, comes out blazing, blazing. And um, actually, it's funny because Giant's got to slow down a little bit. I got to understand, Giant's been in the business for a year at this point. Yeah. He's already been world champion. He's evolved in the biggest angle. He's, I mean, listen, he, he's getting a lesson right now. And you, if you, now we know, now that we know how meticulous Randy Savage was, it was like, all right, oh, shit. I wonder what what that conversation was like. Yeah. Okay, big boy, I'm gonna run in. You're gonna jump out of the ring, and I I could guarantee you, he came out with a fucking with a, with a legal pad and wrote this whole out for 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 Paul White because I there's no way he 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 had to slow down for Macho Man because the Macho oh, Man yeah. is, is 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 a storyteller. Macho Man is probably one of the greatest storytelling wrestlers of all time mm-hmm. because he 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 honed his craft, he perfected it. And he really respected his position. He was intense and meticulous. He, on purpose. And he and he all he wanted to do was entertain. Yeah. And for me, that's the ultimate, you know. And uh that's I that's why he's Choppy's favorite wrestler. And that's yeah. why he's a lot of people's favorite wrestlers. Absolutely. You know? And I'm wearing a shirt today. That's right. Uh you know, the 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 moment of the match obviously is um when God fucking Savage picks up fucking giant. Yeah. And you know, body slams and the crowd goes fucking bananas for that shit. And um, you know, then Hogan comes out and uh, you know, distracts Savage. And um, 
He puts him to the back, and of course, Nick Patrick, the, the crooked referee that is Nick Patrick, uh, doesn't see all these shenanigans going down. And uh, Hall Nash beat beat up fucking Macho Man with with a <coughs> with, with 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 a chair. And so you know the 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 sh- the, the bullshit has to happen, but you know. It's all working towards Halloween Havoc at this point. Uh, the the following month, Hogan against uh, Macho Man, which I I do want to do that. I think last year was the, this. I wanted to do this, <laughs> this Halloween Havoc. Yeah. And I ended up doing the wrong one. That's fine. So I want to do. I I want to continue the WCW trend in '96. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this all leads to the main event. Uh, yeah, the so wall game. The wall game, if you will. Now, let's paint a, a quick picture. Um, so, obviously, it's Team NWO, Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and now it's just, it's just, it's this fake sting that attacks Lex Luger. Yeah. Luger's insisting it's, it's, it's the real sting. You know, he knows where, I know where the stinger lives. I know where he works out. I'm going to go there and find out. So, he catches a beat in the parking lot from the fake sting. Who wound up having a decent career over it because it's insane how that happens. Yeah. Um, but you know, now Team WCW was basically the horseman without Benoit. It's Luke it's Ric Flair on Anderson and supposed to be Sting. But they had that remember they had that great promo. I think it was after Road Wild where they, they, they start talking about it where Benoit and Mongo dip out for Correct. <clears throat> it w- it was a great promo. But the stuff with Sting and uh, who's the fake Sting? NWO Sting. What was his name? NWO Sting was um, Farmer. Jeff Farmer. Jeff Farmer. And um, as Dice would say, "You Farmer, <laughs> I'm over here now." The, uh, but could you imagine? Like this is what started Crow Sting. Like imagine if they didn't. Like Jeff Farmer didn't wasn't around. I'm over here now. <laughs> Sorry. If he was if he wasn't around, like. Would we get a crow sting? Like, would would sting go fucking 16, 12 well, months, this whatever is what, it was? This is perfect. How it's perfect timing. This is this is the story, man. Hands down, the best storyline WCW had was Sting at this point, and um, you know he, like I said, this this was the w- w- you know I can't think of the word for uh, the beginning the. Beginning of Genesis, the Genesis, the uh, the impetus of yes of Good and call. of Crow Sting, and this was so that storyline in and of itself was great, but well, to see to see the, the matchling of it, yeah, the match was, you know, you first of all it threw you for a loop because now this team's the the face team is now not they they're they're it they're on I mean they they're they're in a disadvantage because they don't have another partner. So now Sting actually comes out, shocks the whole room. Yeah. Then they then they they're all staring. He makes the save by himself. That's Nails everybody. Right. And here's the beauty of it. He tells the whole story by himself. Yeah. He squashes the whole fucking team and then says, "You believe me now?" Mm-hmm. And he fucking walks, walks out. out. Unbelievable. And I was like, what? And when I, I remember seeing this going, holy shit, he left. So is he a heel? Is he, did he join? Like, no one knew he was going to disappear and become Crow Sting, right? But NWO wins, obviously. They get the momentum. They're, now they just, it's, it's, after this match, they have solidified their, their presence in WCW. No doubt. Oh, yeah. This is bad. So now they leave the horsemen for dead. 
Luger's crawling out of the ring asking Stinger! for Sting. Stinger! Asking for Sting. Sting says, go fuck your couch, as yeah. Dave Chappelle would say, right? Now, here's the best part. Savage ain't done with nobody. Savage comes out. He wants to fight the world again. So he tries to defeat. He gets Hogan back in the ring. Yep. Does a little bit with him. And then here comes the, here come the odds. Or the odds are against. And they not only leave him for dead. Another layer to the story. Here comes Miss Elizabeth. Yep. Who was with Flair. Mm-hmm. And the horseman. Who's not with Savage anymore. Who now throws her body on top of Savage. And is like, yo, don't. This is. And all of a sudden, they make a story out of that. Inadvertently. It's like. Yep. They added another layer of disrespect to their to their to their claim, and what does Hogan do? The best thing he could do: spray paint Liz yep. and and leave his mark. He was going to spray paint Savage, but he did Liz's dress and her ass instead. Yeah, uh, you know, um, not the not the best. Uh, it's not the best war games. We've ever seen. Don't ever, don't ever say that's the best one. The best oh, one, I was, was going to say the it's best not the one best. Is, is the first two. Yeah, that's not the best one. <laughs> but <laughs> storyline wise, yes, storyline wise, right? Because right, because and I, and I didn't mean cut you off. It, it it is because the entire group was against the other group in the other war games. It was Dusty against the Horsemen, yes. or the Roll Warriors against, or Nikita and, and like it was it was feuds. But it wasn't a group thing. Yeah. Only the group was the horsemen. The, the the war games were designed to take out the four horsemen. Yep. Let's be honest here. This and was a on dusty. Anderson, on Anderson started the match again. Always does. Always starts the match. Always match. So I'm sorry. Finish your point. And uh, but th- to me, like I said, the 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 idea of of starting the storyline with Sting and and he takes his hiatus. The the, the next match, I had to, I had to look up the promo because I re- I remember the promo. Uh, he cut on Nitro the next night, and God, it was so good. Uh, telling the fans like, "Hey, people that 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 stayed with me, that believed me, you know, you'll see me. I'll be around." And all you fans that doubted me, just telling me just straight up. He goes, "You can, you guys can stick it." And I remember that was. I think we always somehow or another like um, think that, you know, Hogan's the one that told the fans to stick it, but I. It's definitely. I remember Sting distinctively <laughs> telling fans to stick it, and always, always stuck with me like that that whole idea. And like I said, the following week after that, he came out with the black and white, you know, face paint, and started his vow of he was like a monk. He had no. He had the silence. <laughs> monk Sting. That's what we're gonna call him. Monk, monk Sting. Monk Sting. Yeah. And uh, the he, dark side of Monk Sting. He um. You know, and it's such a great storyline. I, I, I'm, I'm, like I said, still say it to this day. It was the best thing WCW ever did, was that. And, um, you know, but to see the beginning, that the, the little hatchlings of it, the is a Fall Brawl '96 was the was the the genesis of the success of WCW in that time. I know they. Bash at the Beach gets the whole nod as the turning point, but if you're gonna if you're gonna rank how the story jumps off, yeah, it's tonight. Yep, because you're basically taking your 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 single best guy. I mean, Hogan is the draw, obviously, right? Yeah. But before that, Sting was the flag bearer. 
Yeah, but did, like you said, just once again, just a whole storyline in and of itself. NWO coming in, infiltrating WCW, you know, and you 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 you're dropping enemy lines. You know, uh, Dungeon of Doom is 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 siding with uh, you know the Horsemen and Sting. Here comes Sting. Luger was, was a was a was a heel before this. Like all of a sudden, you really kind of blurring the line of real and 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 not. Everybody's pitching together to to get rid of Hogan and the NWO. Yes, and it's really clear now that you know there's battle lines being drawn, but now. A monkey wrench gets thrown in because your best your best defense against the NWO, l- legitimately, is now a lone wolf. Yes, and God, those 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 nitros with him just lurking up there. I remember I remember one time they they had before Savage went to the NWO. You know, Savage was up on the fucking catwalk with him. Uh, God, I, we 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 I'd love to do a like, nice little deep dive. I remember when. Come ninety seven, you know, with uh, you know JJ Dillon as the the commissioner, you know, telling JJ all the signs are in the in the audience. Sting wants Hogan. Sting wants Hogan. Like that whole that whole storyline was just it was a thing of beauty. The best thing WCW ever did, and um, you know, it all started here. And like I said, I and it goes back to I'm always amazed by timing. Like just imagine if if they didn't do a fake Sting. Like would would it would it have happened? There probably would have been an an involvement evolution of of uh, Sting's character anyway. But this was the far better choice. I don't listen to Eric Bischoff's po- podcast. I don't even know if it's still going on. But I want to know. I, I believe I believe it is. I want to know who ro- who who wrote that. I want to know who did that. And who it's got to be him. It's got to be a mixture. Was Kevin Sullivan still booking at Kevin that point? Kevin Sullivan definitely was booking. He was? Yeah. Because it, was it, it, it's, it's fucking genius is what it is. And it basically put, like you said, the genesis. It puts them in motion. It's like your best defense walks away. Yeah. You know, it's like almost like a superhero comic book angle where, you know, well, like where, said, where, the just, heroes, just... where the heroes conflicted. Where, you know, like X-Men, you know, where it's like, where, where it's like, you know, Professor X and Magneto are like their family, but it's like Magneto wants to be on his own, and X and Professor X wants to help everybody and have all the mutants join together. And Magneto's like, "Fuck that shit!" Yeah. And they always they're for the same cause, but in different, but in different beliefs. You know what I'm saying? But it's like it, it feels like that kind of thing. Wait, now Magneto is the, probably the strongest guy in the universe in, in in that genre, and he fucking walks away from it. Like, you know what? Screw you. You guys handle this. I'm gonna get my own crew yep. and and try to beat up what what he thinks is evil on his own. Same type of deal. So whoever's writing this, it was good. God bless him. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. WC, we we don't we don't say it often on the show, but WCW, you know, did did very well with this storyline, and they very once again maybe meticulous might be the right word. They they paid attention to detail. Yeah, they had time. They had you know. They 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 didn't have any you know they don't no one else was doing it. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, no. And then, like I said, the idea of blurring the line of real and 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 professional wrestling in and of itself, you know, like that's that's the interesting part of it. Is I agree. It's it's the real storyline. And then, like you said, you don't know where Sting lies. Like it's just. Just it's just a, w- the way that timing works sometimes. It, j- it always amazes me. Yeah, I, and I think 
like I said, this is the catalyst. This is the jump off, as they say in hip hop. This is the jump off. It's a jump off. And I can't wait for Halloween Havoc. 96. <laughs> All right. Well, let's finish September first, and we'll go right into Halloween, October. Let's finish the summer off. Thank. The summer was brutal, heat wise. Summer was brutal. But um. All right. We're done. Yeah. Um. But that was great. This that was Halloween. Um. Halloween had it on here. This no. is Fall Brawl '96. Hope you guys enjoyed that, man. Yeah. So let's get out of here. Oh, sorry. Wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. Wrong one. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway. Yeah. Damn work's got to be calling me. <laughs> all right, man. No, go get some rest. Guys, you know all the social media handles. And uh, look for me on TV on Wednesday. I'll be, I'll be at Dynamite in yep. Queens. You will be missed, as always. Yeah. Um, com. You know the gimmicks. Buy a shirt. Be a mark. And enjoy wrestling. Next week, we're going to be previewing uh, Extreme Rules. I'll have a cool, another cool throwback for you. And uh, we'll see you next week. Same bad time and same bad channel. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. <laughs>